This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I have no idea when Dev starts on this. Oh, me neither. Is it now? It can't be now. There's no way. Wait, it's coming up. Okay, hold on. Okay. Places. Places. The history of film. That better who you when the lights go dim. From James Cagney to Nosferatu and stunts that shock you. And dirty, dirty tricks to your made. From Wings to Top Gun, movie stars and no ones. Romantic crazy fans that leave no real a ton. Hollywood is built from history in Hollywood. They chase the Oscar, but it's all a sham, just like Shaq and Kazam. All your dreams can come true. The history, the history of film, all of it made for you. Good God, that was terrible. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about some Roger Rabbit on, you guys want to do the yeah. film history. The, the history, history of, of film. film. We absolutely did not tell you what we were about to say. <laughs> no, no, I, I knew we were going to say that. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. that. Okay. I like Clearly I knew it. it. Keep it we're keep we're great hosts. <laughs> Couldn't tell. <Yeah. laughs> well, yeah. there's not enough of you. There could be like six more, truly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. We just need like a 10-man podcast. Oh, yeah, we get like four more people on this Zoom. <laughs> All white dudes. <laughs> yeah. Need more white dudes on this that show. Sound, that look more like <laughs> the cast of Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should just we, do the show with Jackass. We should just do Jackass shit. Right. That's how we'll become famous. Yeah. While we do the show. While we, do, yeah. <laughs> while we talk about Roger Rabbit. We just get like lav mics and go up to the parking garage. Yeah, and, like, and jump off. Yeah. yeah. You guys said an interesting thing. You guys were like, we kind of moved into the show about like, we're speaking of human experiences. We're going to talk about a cartoon. Do you guys consider Who Framed Roger Rabbit a cartoon? Because it's nah. a mix. Everyone, no, if you don't yeah. know the spoiler, it's a mix of live action and animation. It is, but do you right. consider it a live action film? I consider or? it a live action film. I I, and it's my, I, I am, there is something in my soul that loves cartoons in real life. Like, I was yeah. so excited for that Tom and Jerry movie, and then it was terrible. And I was like, why did you do this to me? You should have taken more edibles. Oh, really? It's pretty great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There was a live action Tom and Jerry movie. Yeah, it came out this year. With uh, oh, oh, there was a new one. Yeah. yeah, 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 and they were animated, but they're in the real world. So it's like a, it's like a Roger Rabbit type yeah. thing. And we grew up with like yeah. Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam's know. another one. Yeah, I yeah. love cartoons interacting with real people. I'm a sucker for it. There's not that, enough. Of yeah, those. there's something about that that like tickles mm. the soul a little yeah. bit. That's sort of like I know what you're talking about, and I feel like that's the same feeling you get when like the Flintstones meet the Jetsons oh, or something. Yeah, oh, that feeling of like, that. yeah. Ooh, yeah. like it, it feels crossovers. Special. I love crossovers. Where they like share. Universes. Mm, yeah. I feel like uh, like cartoons would yeah. do that. Fairly Odd Parents did. Yeah. Like, Scooby Doo had a crossover of everyone that ever exists. Awesome. <laughs> like yeah. live action version of and cartoon always tickles yeah. tickles the same part totally. of my brain as well. And that's mm. it's funny. We're talking about this. I'm glad we're talking about this because I watched it again as an adult. Mm-hmm. As a kid, this movie fucked me up. Like I was it's so pretty hair- it's pretty terrifying because it was that There's like people melting. Yeah, like they like tortured cartoons and shit. Because it's Roger like not Rabbin a kids film. Really no, it's not for kids at all. And I think yeah. it confused it's a Chinatown. lot of people. Yeah, yeah. it's yes. Chinatown, but it's, with cartoons. A... Before we jump into this, I'm sorry, guys. We should probably introduce our guest. Oh yes, oh, right. Yes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Drake. 
Let's introduce that voice you've been hearing in your. Oh, uh, we have a special guest uh, on the podcast today. Uh, Jaden, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Jaden. No <laughs> more like, questions. <laughs> it was pretty great. We were like, yeah, we should introduce our guest. Hey, Jaden, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> well, like, do you want to give any background on like what you do or where you come from or. We're terrible yeah. at this. What, hey. what your favorite color is? Oh know. my gosh. No, thank you for asking. No one ever asks me these things. Uh, I'm Jaden LaBelle. You can find me at Jaden LaBelle on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Jaden LaBabadook on, on awesome. other Twitters. Uh, if you like shit posts, you can go ahead and follow me. But yeah, we're going to talk about my favorite movie of all time. Good. Yeah. Who framed um, Also, I want to shout out your, your Monday uh, uh, Instagram stories. Like, just rife with Garfield memes, which yes, is so funny. I really oh, like Garfield. The, the number one question I get is, like, what's with the Garfield thing? I yeah. it And, like, do you feel good about associating your entire personality with, like, fringe internet Garfield sure. humor? And, Absolutely. yeah, like, someone's going to do it. I genuinely love Garfield, something <laughs> my grandmother loved. This is the – people bring this up a lot about me, mm-hmm. like, in person, which is so – where I just <laughs> – every Monday I post a bunch of, like, horny Garfield memes. That's and awesome. it's transcended me. I love that. <laughs> Have you seen the I'm Sorry, John? That yes. series? Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Love I'm Sorry, love John, that. where it's uh, – and if you don't know out there what I'm Sorry, John is, <laughs> I'm Sorry, John is Garfield panels yeah. uh, or the comic strip uh, minus Garfield. And so John – it, it has, like, it tells a very different story of, like, yeah. a very sad, lonely person. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's, like, sad and funny yeah. and beautiful in a weird, That's cool. way. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I wonder I if there's a meat crayon for Garfield. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> meat crayon. We were just, we literally spent two hours talking about you. Hey, just a quick insert. I mistakenly called this guy Meat Crayon. His name is Meat Canyon. And then for the rest of this podcast, everyone else... Uh, just believed me and called him Meat Crayon. I do not know what I was reading, but I swear when I saw his name, my brain read Meat Crayon. It is not. It is Meat Canyon. Oh, it has been Meat Canyon. We're going to continue to make this mistake for the rest of the podcast. Please know we're talking about Meat Canyon. Really go check out his work on YouTube if you are a fan of disturbing animations. Um, all of us legitimately love the videos he has online. And uh, they're really cool. Again, they're super disturbing. So if you don't want to see like just horrific animations of some of your favorite childhood stars uh, doing terrible things to each other, uh, do not watch. But uh, if you're down for some nightmare fuel, uh, I can think of no better than Meat Canyon. Please put a... Shout us I'm going to call this a collab because I like Garfield. You're super talented. You like know how to animate things and do VO. So this is a obviously a fair collaboration between yeah, this idea here. Yeah, huge shout to Crown. You got some new fans today. Yeah. For sure. Now I guess the next is, uh, you know, we got a pitch to create the Who Framed Roger Rabbit of Garfield starring you. Oh, that, oh wow. What does that look like? Who Framed Garfield. Who Framed <laughs> Garfield? The cat. Oh, I love that. Is there a meat crayon for Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I just, I need, I need more meat crayon. Meat crayon's got to do it. He, he, he did Garfield. It happens. So yes. if, if you haven't seen it, this is a movie that was, it came out in 1988. It was wow. a, uh, it, yeah, 1988. It had all the kids' favorite cartoon characters in this movie, but it was not a movie for kids, like we just said, really. It was more like, like we were saying, it was Chinatown with Bob Hoskins playing this 
like a private detective in Los Angeles. It's kind of like for fucked up adults that like still like those cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely that was a thing. I mean, this was made for adults at the time who grew up with these cartoons. Right. You know. I you know what? I feel like it was it's it's a movie made for it's just it's just a hard-boiled detective noir. Yeah. That has this all the visual elements of cartoons that you don't get to do in real life, and it plays it really seriously, and that's what's really totally. great about it. It's yeah. like it's not this movie where it's like we've got these fun, colorful backdrops. We have these characters, but everyone's very annoyed by them. Like no one really, yeah. no one like the has tunes. a good really interaction no one likes with the tunes. Tune. Yeah. Well, no one really cares. Or tunes are just like a part of existence, and and yeah. that's it. I don't want to step on what you're saying about explaining the. Did we want to finish the synopsis before we like dive into it, or can I just oh, start? Oh no, go off? ahead, go ahead, go go with it. Yeah, because the whole tunes thing is really interesting to me, especially because yeah. like clearly they at some point have relegated the tunes to one part of the town. You know, there was tune. Yes, Toontown exists outside of Los Angeles, yeah. and it's not a fictitious. <laughs> like, this right is Los by Angeles Griffith Park, right? In, yeah, in the 40s is yeah. where this takes place. This yeah. doesn't take place in like some made up version of it it's like this is los angeles during like the automotive wars yeah uh like you're saying chinatown it's like very very played real right but the tunes are crazy yeah and everyone's just sort of like annoyed but like like how you would if like tunes existed yeah in life, they, would, like, they would be oh, nightmares right? yeah yeah Terrifying. it was just like uh and it, it's specifically about and that's what's really great so who framed roger rabbit is actually based on a book that i've never read wait really yeah yes called yeah. who censored roger yes rabbit. who yeah. censored roger rabbit it was I'm... kind of totally different it's yes, it's yeah. a cr- it's yes. The screenplay is entirely different. There actually have been talks, and I heard Ooh. through a friend, and I want to believe it's true that they greenlit making a sequel and that's based like, on the book. That's awesome because the book is like Roger Rabbit was murdered. Yes, I think. and yeah. and in in like the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit, tunes are so valuable in Hollywood. Because you can't they, kill them. Yep, you can't kill a tune, and you can drop a fridge on their head. There's this great opening right. scene in Who Framed Roger Rabbit where they're filming a cartoon. You think you're watching a cartoon. That's yeah. how the movie opens. Mm-hmm. You're like you're watching a classic Looney Tune. It's called Maroon Studios. It's yeah. the fake studio, and you're seeing a, a classic Roger Rabbit cartoon. And they and you know they go through it, and then there's a scene where uh, they drop a fridge on his head, and he sees birds, and the director yells "cut," and then you're you're throttled into the live action part of this yeah it's incredible and, yeah the and then and so crazy. there's this great line because we're talking about like tunes are so second class in this world intentionally he's like i'm i'm sorry you can drop 12 more refrigerators on my head and he's like you know i'm not worried about you i'm worried about the refrigerator <laughs> yeah. and so that tells you immediately like how people feel about tunes and right. they stop it and they're and they cut to lunch and everyone's very frustrated on set because roger sees tweety birds instead yeah. of stars and he's like the script says stars <laughs> and so tunes are very much not important mm-hmm. in this so you could like hurt them like that but in the book they can project versions of themselves that can that can live for twenty four hours or something like that. What? Yeah, they, it's they like, can, like a, project a yeah, like a clone, right? They yeah, like they can project clone like themselves. A, yeah, like and like the it's Olsen like twins. A copy. Just like and, the Olsen twins, they clone themselves so and take over. <laughs> Wait, Steph, have you read this book? I uh, no, but I did read like all the synopsis and stuff about it because I was curious as the differences between the book. In the movie, and the book is definitely darker, and it's definitely yeah. more Whoa. of a noir. Like, and we were yeah, all scared Jay- of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for dude. Real. The, so Roger Rabbit dies, but his clone is the one who links up with Valiant wow. to go do the detective stuff. And they, and so they have like a like twenty four hours or whatever, seventy two hours. I can't yeah, remember how yeah. long 
to God. solve the crime of who who framed him. Whoa. And that's the difference between like the book and the movie, which Whoa, is right. So shit. hopefully we get to see that version of it, the like yeah. mi- little more like even grittier version of yeah. who framed Roger Rabbit, if I you would, can imagine. I would love to. They'll never make another one though. Like I cannot imagine Disney and Warner Brothers ever working together in that capacity yeah. ever again. Or Disney allowing their characters to be portrayed in that way. There was right. a lot of I was reading the yeah. wiki while I was watching the the movie yeah. this morning and there was there was hell. Oh yeah, there was huge. Yeah, it was. It became like a war. Yeah, and then there's a ton of them they couldn't they, get. They still won't collaborate to this day. Yeah. Warner Brothers and Disney. Yeah. because of this movie, that, they'll it, never do something together. This again. movie wow. has yes. started so much bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like this, I'm so excited to learn. Behind yeah. the scenes <laughs> yeah. of it is like, yeah. it's great that it's like a movie about like Hollywood and how it is like the plot is so fucking thick in this movie it it dealt with like the whole studio system there was corrupt politicians Mm -hmm. poor treatment of like people in in film like segregation Segregation is a theme of this movie (laughs) on top of murder murder is like not the most interesting thing yeah that's like a side plot (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's just kind of yeah it's just sort of there it's a part of it to like get you to the other stuff it's it's Chinatown I, I love that because yeah, I, I think too. that's my favorite thing about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's like, as a kid, I did love this movie. Yeah. And I loved it because of the animation and the colors and mm. and uh, how fun everything was. And, like, Jessica right. Rabbit was so fucking cool to me. I, yeah. like, knew I was, like, definitely bisexual. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> because of Jessica. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. And I think a lot of people had their sexual awakening <laughs> See, mine was Jessica Roger. Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. also, I, that's that's why I learned I was into line. rabbits, yeah. <laughs> there's this great part in, like, the movie where uh, – Eddie is talking to Betty Boop, and oh, yeah. he goes, wow, he's married to to her. And she goes, I know, what a lucky girl. Yeah. <laughs> so Roger, the in the cartoon world, yeah. can it's get hot. it. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, and like, he's a that huge implies. star. I mean, he's, he yep. was he was Maroon Studios, like, James Cagney. I imagine Robert, Roger Rabbit being almost like a Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, comparable, <laughs> totally. Like, yeah. like brilliant. Wait, is but there a goofy? ton of Sasha Baron? <laughs> I didn't know that was like a known thing. Like, I, Adam Driver, you could have said, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't think Adam Driver was necessarily like funny and comedic. So I was just trying to be like, people think he's still... funny, not yeah. me. But me I, I don't ah. think Adam Driver's ever smiled. He's what? funny when he plays not funny like when he yeah, plays what's okay. his face yeah. in star wars i <laughs> yeah. think he's hilarious when he like destroys all of his shit yeah oh yeah like, oh, oh yeah God, man you're such a sad yeah. kid yeah like, people sorry. Are really people are very polarized by adam driver and i know yeah. that isn't the theme of this podcast i no, didn't I, yeah. like him till i saw marriage story yeah marriage i liked story him movie. in marriage this is so crazy because yeah. i like him in that i liked him in girls yeah. On HBO. Oh, I, I hear that a lot. I yeah. didn't yeah. watch that yeah. show. I but watched no. it because of him, honestly. Did you guys see Logan Lucky? Did you see Logan Lucky with Logan Daniel Lucky Craig and him? Yeah. It was pretty good. He plays a one-armed man, and he's like a quiet, kind of goofy bartender dude. A one-armed man? Yeah. But no. Not that bad. But but like when uh, I I watched Marriage Story because it was nominated for an Oscar and I was like oh, Adam Driver for two and a half hours all right let's go <laughs> and by the end of it I was like I love Adam Driver now yeah this is ridiculous no he's good yeah he's good another thing Roger Rabbit talked about was the Pacific Railway. The, yeah, which is a real thing. Yeah, that was all real. All that shit actually happened. There were trolleys that used to run through L.A. Yeah. And they got bought by the studios and basically, like, destroyed to make way for freeways and shit. Right, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, it was this, yeah, yeah they that's had that whole... thing, and I think yeah. that's a testament to this movie is, like, 
it knows that the suspension it asks a lot of the suspension of disbelief because it's so easy to like look at a movie like that yeah like cool world yeah. and go this is the wrong way to do that right like cool and world. i gotta see cool world cool world sucks yeah um, that's what everybody said yeah i've never heard of it yeah. it sucks it's i mean brad you get pitt. to see brad pitt bang a cartoon oh my god yeah. we, we know pitt i have heard of it because we talked about this on the hollywood side yes. episode yeah, yeah that's because right. they put uh Hollywood, the star of Cool World, when that movie came out, they put like a big cutout of her over the Hollywood sign. She was like when, laying, for lying the actual on the Hollywood promo sign. Yeah. for the movie when it yeah. came out. Wow, that's yeah. fascinating. And I think they got in trouble for it. I don't think they were authorized to do it. <laughs> Great. I mean, the, amazing. It's guerrilla marketing yeah. at its best. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? like, oh, okay. Oh, Everyone sorry. who lived around there was like, "What is this? <laughs> who is that woman? <laughs> Why is there a cartoon woman on, on the sign?" Because <laughs> it's before the internet. It's like you can check Twitter, right? <laughs> but I'm with you on Jessica Rabbit. Is like uh, she became a sex icon, like she, in a way, true. like yeah. she really did. I mean, I don't know if they that was like intentional. I feel like right. they made her so. I think it was like, you know, when you look at a lot of like that movie doesn't pass the Bechtel test. Yeah, but it's <laughs> yeah, but it's still really good. And Jessica Rabbit is actually the least problematic thing about that. Right, like, you think like, oh, it's like the male gaze, but like she's so cartoonishly. Yeah, like, it's almost kind of making hot. fun and of she, that. And she's very self aware yeah. in that way. Like it isn't. Mm-hmm. She isn't like. She's, it's almost like very tongue in cheek the way she's played very like, she can't help it. And she says that line where she's like, you know, it's, it's really hard to be a, I'm not, I'm not bad. I was just strong. Yeah. And there's like a whole interaction where she's, Mm -hmm. where she's talking with him and he's like, you know, you don't know how, how hard it is being a woman who looks like me. And Mm, he's like, you don't know how hard it is to be a man. So I was listening. Like, yeah. Uh, right. yeah. I was listening to an interview with the animators, and they said one of the things they did with Jessica to make her specifically stand out from like a normal woman was every time she moves, her uh, bosom goes up instead of down. Right. It goes against yeah. gravity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So there's like little like making her waist like super skinny and her hips super wide. Like all these were like they said intentional tricks to kind of go in there, which. You know, leads the back to like, you know, everything in animation is intentional. So when you're watching mm. a live action, you'd be like, oh, something happened and they just you had, you know, this crazy scene and, you know, you caught something or whatever. And, you know, a, a, some, a gag worked or an improv line and it was movie magic in the moment. But that's not the case with animation. It's de- it's yeah. drawn and each frame. So whatever's there is intentional, which always surprised me of all the innuendos and stuff in all the early Disney movies like Lion King and you know fucking Beauty oh well the Beast all those things and... came from like oh wait like oh like stuff that's like written in the script I thought you were talking about like the stuff N- where like oh there's in someone the put like a dick in the oh in yeah, the... yeah. yeah be... and it isn't like Disney was like this will be hilarious in 50 yeah. years right. it was like underpaid workers totally yeah, it was like, yeah. Fuck. trying to get yeah. something by yeah yeah, yeah, that's, yeah I mean that's always been like the... yeah when like animation was like this gruesome task of like yeah. animating like a well that's what they did they did the most gels i think in for this than any other movie previously right oh for something yeah, Rabbit? yeah, yeah. Like a million or some shit. yeah because terry they had gillian the live turned down this movie that's because right. he didn't want to do it terry gillian yep. who i would love to know what that version of it, yeah I love. oh my god that'd be so weird uh, Wait, why you turned down yeah because he was he well he was like oh no let's do like too technologically yeah like hard they, and then like they did camera quoted. movement that's why the camera moves within the right. scene like the opening scene you were talking about it 
the camera when it's doing the animation is all the perspective of a cartoon in 2D. But as soon as he yells cut, the camera pulls back from the scene and that movement is was previously like impossible to do. They yeah. had to like invent mm -hmm. new rigging and new tracks for the cameras to be able to replicate that like several times and lay the animation over. Yeah. I love that's that you know, that's what's so amazing about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's sort of one of those films that exists like like the Wizard of Oz that like sort of stands the test of time and almost mm. doesn't it doesn't like it's not always it's, about like what the context yeah, is. It's like right. what all it's the bigger than its gimmick. Yeah, yeah. like well yeah. Wizard of Oz kinda does this thing or kinda does this thing. Famously <laughs> starts in black and white and yeah. then becomes color. Right. Right? Yeah. And then Who Framed Roger Rabbit kinda does that little starts it's, in, the, it's a, the cartoon you thought you were gonna get and then plays yeah. with that I feel like Another version of that mm -hmm. is like the new Suicide Squad, where like yeah. I don't know that like taking something and like really setting the expectation mm -hmm. early. Yeah, uh, right. with the thing where it's sort of Suicide Squad does the thing where it, it takes it sets up these this mm -hmm. this crew of people and then immediately mm -hmm. spoiler sorry like you, <laughs> none of them matter. Yeah, and it sets yeah. up this expectation yeah. of like this is how you should feel about a movie, and I think that's like a class in good filmmaking right. is like you can that is like such a helpful tool of like setting up the expectation mm -hmm. like. Okay, look at this shitty kids cartoon. You're gonna watch that and then back out and it's a and it's a director yelling mm. at an actor and like yeah. all this drama and like Herman's has like is this like Herman's character who you see is a baby, like yeah. a goo goo gaga baby, <laughs> adorable little baby Herman, yeah. who is now like, I'll be in my trailer. He's smoking and a cigar. Like, smoking really a cigar. Yeah. yeah. He's got and a and wife. Like, sla slaps like, a like, hot you wife. know, yeah. and like slaps yeah. someone's yeah. ass on set and it's like, that's the funniest shit. <laughs> Boss baby before it existed. Yeah. Someone watch it and go, how come baby Herman doesn't have his own He's movie? He's like, I got, I'm a 50-year-old man with a baby dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, that's, yeah that's, like, that was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a joke in the movie. Yes, like, is. actually, it, like, very quickly goes, like, yeah. this is this movie. Right, yeah. And they, they for that cigar, mm -hmm. I saw that they built, like, a whole robot arm. They used to, a lot of like crazy actual, shit. Yeah. Puppeteering. Puppeteering, it's like a, yeah. You know, and puppeteering really doesn't get enough credit in this movie, I Definitely. think. I worked with puppets recently, and they are incredible they're incredible and the medium is such a incredible hard thing right. to do that people uh you have to raise all the there's so many things that you have to do in that so this movie isn't just like it's the first of its kind uh it it uses animation live action which is already like making a real movie is like a whole thing and then right. adding that animation element is incredibly hard and then the puppetry that goes into it and it's it was a 30 million dollar movie that became a 50 million dollar yeah movie. that then How i think became 70 70? Yeah, I think it, after all said and done, I think it's still like the high, like the biggest budget ever greenlit yeah. for an an animated. I guess you wouldn't say like maybe animated film, but like right. animation. Yeah, movie. Wait, yeah. really? Yep. Yeah. Still, yeah. What? It doesn't cost more than seventy million dollars to make Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> well. There's see frozen no. costing a lot. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, there's, there's no way that uh, maybe it was. It's maybe the the. You tell me, Toy Story Four didn't cost like two hundred million dollars. Maybe the format of it. Maybe like animation well, and live action. Like Tom Hanks forty million dollars. I mean, that wasn't how like much of this? Just like the, the yeah. talent budget. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, What's I'm above the line and below? On is, I didn't like no, go to for a sure. seminar. I'm just like, wow, Toy. Wow, right on the money. Toy Story Four. Two hundred million. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah. To make? Yeah. Or how much it made? No, it made one point seven billion. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely IP, made more than yeah. two hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah two hundred seven. Yeah, that's, uh, that seems about right. Well, you know, Wikipedia is wrong sometimes. Yeah, 
Because I'm comparing sure. them to like video game budgets and stuff, and it's like if you have a whole animation team, yeah, it's gonna that cost. also might have been written a long time ago. Yeah, before Toy Story. Or also like, you know, maybe it's like at I don't know in in 1988 that was like oh. no one dreamt oh. of making an animation. Do yourself a favor and go on IMDb to like a movie that was made in the 90s mm-hmm. and go look at the comments because IMDb was like new-ish at the time what and oh. The comments, everyone was like a movie critic, like in the 90s. Like, Oh, I love that. It's so Same great. Though, I used to like pretend to be like on Rotten For Tomatoes sure. and be like, my opinion about this movie <laughs> is this thing. See, if you, if and you it's always like really snarky. You like yeah. go back and you're like, wow, what yeah. a bitter, sad person that <laughs> yeah. like shit on someone's art. Like no, someone yeah. who's never made a movie in my entire life or even like could dream of it someday was like mm, could have been better could have been better this was a huge collaboration between Disney Warner Brothers a few other studios who all loaned their characters to this and so it made this really cool you were talking about like Betty Boop and I thought that was a really funny joke she didn't survive when the talkies started oh, when, so no, she was when, uh, a waitress when movies went to color yeah when movies went to color Cartoons and went to color, people started talking she like she's a waitress now because like her career and that was, you know, all those actual, like Sunset Boulevard was a whole movie about this actress who didn't survive when the talkies started. There were mm-hmm. these silent film stars who never crossed over. We talk about it all the time yeah. on the show about like. Yeah, it's a great send up to like classic, classic yeah. movie lore. And like they, they, they do again, just they do such a good job in this movie of like, even though there are cartoons in it, it is so grounded in yeah. reality and has mm-hmm. all of this like it sets it up so perfectly and actually, I love that scene because, like, one, they're at a club that only tunes. Can yeah, work it's a tunes, oh, tunes only tunes club. Work there. Yeah, and it's it's human. It's a human only club, actually. It's oh a, yes, right. It's a the human only club yeah. that the tunes work at. They don't run it. They work it. Well, they work it, like... and that's like that tells you everything you need to know about this movie. Mm-hmm. And Eddie hates tunes. Everything you've learned about this person, he he's jumpy around them. He doesn't like being, he has to go to Maroon Studios and he's like, mm, I don't like it. He gets scared by Dumbo. Yeah. Uh, some guy at the bar uh, starts giving him a hard time and he's like, he kicks his ass, he like slams his head on the bar and he's Fuck like, I don't t- work with tunes and he hates tunes. tunes. But, then he, but then you see this really nice moment mm-hmm. where he's with Betty Boop and he goes, Betty, and he knows her. Yeah. And it reveals this about like where he does. He used to like. He tunes. used to like tunes. Something yeah. happened, and it sets up this mm-hmm. like. Yeah. This like why he's like this, and mm-hmm. and she goes, "Oh, Eddie, I still got it." And she goes, like, oh, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> and they had some crazy. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you do. Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do, Betty. And it's like so like it's so sad. It's, it's like so, the yeah. really sweet set. It's a very likable moment where you yeah. get to like, oh, this guy, because like that's important in your movie, right? You need to have like, because sure. up until that mm-hmm. point. No likable person yeah. in the movie. Roger, I guess. Yeah. Roger up at the top is like... A know, baby Herman. Baby know. Herman's also awful. <laughs> My baby and, dick. Yeah. Like, I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> they they set up like Dumbo is getting rented out by studios these days. Dumbo's oh, yeah, kind of like Oh, yeah, they explain why they're in the movie. And it's like, this isn't a Disney film. It, we're loaning them to Maroon Studios. Yeah. Which yeah. Is a and, thing. and then like, and then they have that great line where he goes, the great thing about cartoons is... He works for peanuts. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and it tell, again, just is setting up that they yeah. they are not equal. Humans yeah. are yeah. above tunes. Yeah. And they don't, you know, and they call them tunes for right. sure. Which the cartoons. The tunes could rule this world. How did, uh, how did <laughs> they become all, Oh my God, the tune <laughs> uprising. Yeah. That's the next Roger Rabbit. The tune wars. For the tune wars. Yeah. Oh my God. Because you can't kill them with actual bullets. That's yeah. like in the whole yeah. war is you can't kill You can't kill a tune. That's like famously, I like, can't kill a tune. Yeah. And then Besides Judge the, Doom yeah. steps in. Yep. 
And he goes, we know how to kill Tim. <laughs> Some other backstories I liked was uh, Yosemite Sam had apparently been to prison for a while. Oh, Did you man. see, there's a part where he has the gun, Yosemite Sam's gun, and the, the case says, thanks for getting me out of the hooskow. And oh, so it's in the, oh, okay. So there's like references to cartoon yeah, stuff. In yeah, yeah. And it's his gun. They said Goofy was tried for being a Nazi spy. What? At one point, it's just a, it's a quick pan. They do these this thing in this movie where they'll they'll pan over information. Oh, and in reference know? to like uh, when in America in during that time in the 1940s. Where uh, communists, yeah, communists were being yes. kicked out of plants and shit. Yeah, the red like scare, the red scare. Yeah, exactly. The so it's like a send up that goofy <laughs> is like Charlie Chaplin. That's had to- that's exactly what it was. That's I loved that that Goofy was like the king. Like Goofy was like Marlon Brando, Humphrey Bogart type. <laughs> of yeah. Oh my god, like the Dick Van Dyke. Uh, yeah, where he's just like comedy. This mm-hmm. comedy legend. Goofy right. is a comedy legend. Yeah. Makes- yeah. Roger and they go and, like, so watch sense. the. Roger Rabbit will go like rent a theater and watch Goofy movies and like study him. That's you know, so like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> like this is this yeah. guy. Yeah. There's, a, there's a scene where they're like hiding out inside of a theater. Classic yeah. noir movie. Yeah. Like absolutely. daytime theater. And they're like, oh, a goofy cartoon. And then, like, the newsreels. And he's like, oh, I hate the news. Because <laughs> Roger's like a little kid. Like, yeah. He just yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I heard rumors, too, about this. And there is an interview with Bob Hopkins uh, going. Who's British, by the way. Who's British when it blows your mind when you see Blow him. He my does mind. this great yeah. hard-boiled detective. Yeah. Uh, and he does this great, like. He's like a soft-spoken 1940s British man. 1940s transit. I know. Oh. So. Rest in peace. Oh. Yeah. It's so good, but there's this interview where he could see that he like clearly didn't because they like the actor that voiced Roger, Charles, yeah, Charles Fleischer. Fleischer. So this is where this starts. That name sounds familiar. Charles Fleischer uh, was the actor who did the voice of Roger Rabbit, and he demanded that he had a costume like Roger's on set, right? And and to like get into character and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Bob Hopkins is sort of explaining that this guy was weird and like. <laughs> and would like and was just like a lot. He was just always on. I think Bob Hopkins. Was yeah, like, they said he'd be at like the lunch table in like full costume. <laughs> like, and then full. people would like walk by and be like, "That movie looks." Awful. Yeah, yeah. They said a producer visited set and was like, "What in the fuck are you guys making? Like this dude is in this like terrible like homemade rabbit costume." <laughs> this is that fifty million dollar budget. Yeah. We... This is that movie. And they've oh, got Lord. like a puppet and like blocking out a scene with like a puppet and you can tell they rabbit. just didn't get along on set which is hilarious <laughs> yeah because he, but like it well, kind like, of adds kind to of the dynamic because yeah. that's yeah, yeah it works yeah. really well because that was the movie where it was yeah. sort of they don't like each other they, the yeah couple. they're like literally there's a scene where they're handcuffed together and i think emotionally you're supposed to assume that that is the entire movie right yeah right like they're mm-hmm. just handcuffed together yeah mm-hmm. this was uh it was directed by robert zimakis uh, not Spielberg. Spielberg and Amblin Entertainment actually. EPs. Yeah, they were executives mm-hmm. on it. But it was directed by Zemeckis. Well, who's, good whose idea Bob was this? Zemeckis good old Bob and, Zemeckis. Uh, Bob Zemeckis and Kathleen Kennedy was a part of this movie, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's some heavy hitters. Which, uh, you know, is the shepherd of all the Star Wars franchise at Disney right now. Right. Weren't they? Oh, yeah. It was him and his wife and Steven Spielberg and his wife at the time. They all worked on this. It was Aww, like, cute. yeah, it was like what Christopher Nolan and Swingers Zack Snyder sure. does. Yeah. Where they're like, 
Yeah, like yeah. duo couples running a movie. Oh, that's a, yeah. yeah. Couples that all hang out together. Yeah, they definitely go and like play tennis together. They're like, let's just make this eighty million dollar movie. Oh my God, Why not? Yeah. That'd we be can fun. All do it. Yeah. yeah, it's like a cartoon thing. So wait, wait, whose idea was this? Like, who wanted was, to do this film? It was actually when the book came out. The book came out in nineteen eighty one. Oh okay. yeah, the book wasn't like this. It was like the book came out. And yeah. Then a couple years later, they're like movie. Movie. Wow. Yeah. Right. And it was like it was one of those things that was passed around town to everyone. There were. There were like three iterations of this thing that were had totally different people attached. You know, like it was mm-hmm. at one point it was going to be like a Disney only thing, and then I think it was going to be I the directors that it went through were crazy, and also like everyone was supposed to be uh, Detective Valiant, Bob Hoskins' character. They had like Robert De Niro read for this thing and shit like that. It was it was going to be a totally different thing. Uh, Harrison Ford. Oh wow! Considered. Yes, that's uh, right because of Star Wars. Yep. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely or Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana oh, Jones. Yeah, probably more that's likely. what. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, they were kicking it around town. Uh, oh, they t- they had tests with Paul Rubens as Roger Rabbit. Uh, that's right. Pee Wee. That's Chevy- crazy. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it would have yes, been yes. like Pee Wee Herman as Roger <laughs> Rabbit, basically. Was he? Oh, did he get in trouble by yeah. then? What year? Was uh, that what happened? Oh, actually, maybe that's what happened. Actually, I'm curious. Yeah, that, like, I'm curious too. And like his his crimes in society were like was like jerking off he jerked off to porn in a he theater he jerked off to porn it's in like, a place where they yeah, yeah where they like, show porn like everyone the, in there is doing it yeah and yeah. it's like yeah that's so weird i didn't know so... it was a porn theater it was a porn theater okay on Santa Monica boulevard that makes it a completely different story yeah i thought it was still open i think i think so i think, I think they're still the running one? oh my god we gotta go we have to take have a film no history idea. field trip i took an ex-boyfriend years ago as like a, a yeah. funny date idea where i was like oh, i really want to go see this art film at like this little <laughs> indie indie art house that's and like awesome. would you go with me it's this whole black and white film and he's like yeah, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure. And sure then I like we like I drove him. We got out of the car. I gave him a pair of sunglasses and like oh, a hat. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's just right around here. I was like, okay, you go put these on. And he's like, and he, we're like walking. He's like, is this is this a porn? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought like we were in there, and I thought I didn't know how long we were gonna enjoy it. I knew it was gonna be like we yeah. weren't gonna like want to sit there with a bunch of like strangers, whoever is in there. We right. don't want to be around there. Yeah. But it was the scummiest place. <laughs> oh yeah. And it wasn't. I thought there would be like. You know, there's a ton of porn that exists that are like with movie movie themes attached to like right, Alice yeah. in Underpants or right. like whatever, like mm-hmm. The Cummy starring Brendan Fraser right. and like yeah. whatever. <laughs> and uh, but no, it was this just like it was porn? just like DV, DVD porn projected what? on the screen on like two different movie. and then like no movies, oh. just like some just like off of a DVD like a projector. You can at least do like pirates, yeah, or the most expensive porn ever made. Yeah, it's I like thought it was gonna be movie. that, but I guess people who Licensing go to those problem. probably yeah. want to watch like real, like yeah. they're just trying to like jerk off in a movie theater, <laughs> which we established is like not. He, you deserve to have if you're listening to this podcast, oh, you deserve sure. a career, yes. Paul Rubens. Yeah, I didn't know this existed actually. This, I it's like the theater. only one. Yeah, it's yeah. the only, the only one. one in the world. <laughs> In, like, all of California, all California maybe. Yeah, well, sure. Or, like, definitely Los Angeles, Because it's sure. like, how does this exist now that the internet exists? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I thought it's it was a joke. That's like, why I thought it was going to be sure. fun. And yeah. it was like, oh, surprise, it's, surprise. Oh, the it's scummy just a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> There's, surprise. like, three of those down the street from me here in Florida. <laughs> oh, okay. Really? What? There's there a bunch of movie theaters. Well, like I'm in Tampa. Rub. So, like, Tampa is uniquely a stripper and porn hub uh, for production. Uh, they're our biggest export. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's yeah. big part of the our economy. Our state bird uh, is the... Oh, everyone should watch Why do you think the RNC was held here a bunch of times? 
Oh, you know, uh, I see. There's more strip clubs per square mile here than anywhere else in the United States. Even Florida. Vegas. Florida's a beautiful yeah. place. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's Roger Rabbit. So I got the budget. Amblin Entertainment, Disney basically came at them with a $30 million budget. Steven Spielberg said there's no fucking way we're going to be able to do this for $30 million. So he got greenlit for $50 million, but yeah, it wound up being seventy. In the end, which is oh boy, more but it made it all back. Yeah, oh yeah, it it immediately did well. Yeah, it did. It was a big hit. I'm surprised the budget was that small, actually. Yeah, well, and this was '88. '80s, yeah. You know, you didn't even have to pay like extras and stuff at the time. (laughs) You know, Um, women came out of the prop department. (laughs) We'll set aside ten percent for cocaine. And then yeah, that's what the the line costs. That dude with the bunny costume keeps doing all the coke. The old inflation calculation says that was about $115 million. Okay. Yeah. So wait, so $70 million would be how much? $70 million is $150 million. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Still not yeah. that much. No. Yeah. Not really. Not really. Yeah. And I mean, especially for this huge undertaking. Yeah. Right? Where you have to invent new shit. So like, right. I well, I have so many questions about like the way this movie was filmed. Do you have information on that? Yeah, I've got some information okay. on it. Yeah. Um. And I watched the whole thing that was actually like on the DVD special features oh, back cool. in the day. They they did like a whole behind the scenes oh, thing. Yes. It was fun. It was really cool. I do miss that about Yeah, me yeah. too. I can't believe they don't do that on streaming services. Right? Why not? Yeah. They should yeah. definitely yeah. offer. Could you imagine content. like a little like DVD screen? Like, yeah. Oh, that'd be so fun. Oh, That's why. Uh, yeah, when they had to come up with like the shitty animation for the screen. You knew what oh, kind of movie it was depending yeah. on like what that yeah. screen was going to be like. Uh, that's why I still like buying physical copies. Yeah, for sure. I still get those. Looks better. It's mm-hmm. got the special features i remember uh as a teenager falling asleep to the to team america and waking up and it was just that fucking song on the oh dvd menu over and oh over my again god. What an earworm oh that god is. Yeah, anytime you fall so that's i miss that i miss falling asleep yeah. to the dvd and then the menu uh, would pop up menu song <laughs> elf, elf that's a good white noise yeah yeah elf had like a documentary about making elf in the DVD menu that was longer than the movie. Wow. It was like this three-hour like, making of. It was really cool. Wow. Shout-out to DVD menus, and shout-out to yeah. Meat Crayon one more time. <laughs> Meat Crayon, DVD menus, Lost Art Form. I want physical truly. copies of, uh, of Meat Crayon's videos. Just give <laughs> me a Blu-ray. Features. Yeah, give me a Blu-ray of behind-the-scenes of special features. <laughs> so, how do I get back into this? Spielberg brought on Robert Zemeckis to direct. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> who was coming off of Romancing the Stone, yeah. and English-based uh, Richard Williams, to be the director of animation and Richard Williams had done Pink Panther he had done a big Christmas Carol animation in the 70s I have a fun story about him really go Uh, ahead so he did also he's also known for a lesser not very famous or well-known cartoon called The Thief and the Cobbler oh yeah 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 which is um essentially Arabian Nights or Aladdin sort of that story and it was a movie that they were working on before Aladdin and then Disney was like they, those two movies just started borrowing from each other. And like that movie, he worked on Who Framed Who Framed Roger Rabbit was like the project he needed to work on so he could afford to right. keep doing right. The Thief and the Cobbler, which Whoa. is actually one of the longest That's productions right. it, it for an still animated is not film. Finished, wow. right? It's never it's, it's never, never really finished. finished. They like kind of did the, later a couple years later they did right. like recobbled as yeah. like part of it. But it's this like really acidy looking like Whoa. it looks like yellow submarine kind it's of is like cool. a best way. It, is there a way to just watch this even though it's already yeah, no, finished? It, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean out. they finished they finished it. Yeah. But it's like but you watch it and you go, is it done? Yeah. And like okay. it feels like a test things. screener for sure. Yeah. Oh, but it's okay. got. Um, I mean, it's so old that like That's Matthew Broderick right. and Vincent Price are the lead voices in this movie, and wow. I don't. I think he 
like the, the the year span between those two, it's like really wild. Yeah, that's two like eras coming together for Are sure. You, yeah, so he like yeah. worked on yeah, and um, he, Who Framed he, Roger Rabbit. He hated Disney too. He said he hated Disney's like uh, bureaucracy. Basically, he kind of thought Disney was like destroying animation in a big way. For, oh, I mean, know. like there were so many great like. I mean, I'm such a huge like Don Bluth fan. Like, I love I love yeah. animation Whoa. and. I loved the people who kind of like came up like anti Disney because Disney, mm-hmm. you know, is is wonderful and my time with them was like really great and I <laughs> and I love the company. <laughs> the uh, rifle you know, just there's comes. there's like no, there's a lot of like really <laughs> Disney sort of you know built a lot of our childhoods sure. and made and we came up a lot through Disney. A lot of us, but I also love the disruptors who were like Don Bluth, yeah, and and wanted to make other types of like yeah, storytelling through animation sure. like yeah. uh, and, and thief and the cobbler the monopoly. classic yeah. classic in my i'll, my I'll give it a watch i haven't seen it yeah and but, i mean it's uh there's different eras of disney depending on who the ceo is it's, it's become a monster yeah, yeah like, it's just it's just i'm part of the problem because i watch all their shit don't get yeah, me wrong same, but, but I, I, yeah. I subscribe to disney plus and all that but it yeah has become... honestly my biggest thing with disney are the fans <laughs> yeah like, my, i don't even care that yeah. they're a huge conglomerate that like monopolizes right. the entire yeah. movie <laughs> industry and everything. Owns everything i know there's yeah. like whatever sure there's only four things people who they own just bought fox with like pocket change yeah. two years ago you know it's <laughs> yeah. just like let's put a department on that like get, get fox you know oh, yeah. we want we want x-men like, it. closed and they were like we have no money and it's like yeah what are you talking about? they still it's it's fucking eight hundred dollars or some shit to go to disneyland and it's yeah. like do you need this much it's money ridiculous like, like, ridiculous it's, it's, it's yeah but what, what's up, Dev? I'm just going to say, Disney World over here, the new Star Wars hotel. Oh, yeah. Bro, I don't know if you guys have ever uh, I really want to go to Disney I'm World I'm a big Star so Wars fan. Yeah, it's dope. I want to drink in, I'm told Epcot. there's, I hear they have like a Mexico in Epcot. Around the world. Oh, yeah, drinking around the world. Epcot. Drinking around oh, the world, oh, and there's an oh. avocado margarita oh, that has been God. rumored. So this is really cool. Uh, in Epcot, there are these, uh, there's a section of the park that they call the pavilions, and it's a like a pretty accurate ish I, I probably not yeah. but accurate ish recreation of like a slice of a bunch of different countries That's so, so cool. and it's uh they try to be pretty authentic like to work like if you want to work in the italian pavilion you have to be italian Wow. Like, you have to be, like, an Italian immigrant. That sounds like it could be problematic at times. <laughs> I wonder what the hiring process is like for that. I, I'm so curious well, how what, that goes. Well, what's cool is, like, um, if you're, like, if you're recently, like, moved to the country, like, a great place to go work is Disney. Like, they actively try to go hire be, people. like, a novelty for the rich white people. <laughs> they put you in a dungeon at night. Yeah, and they're like, here you go. Welcome. Yeah, yeah like, okay. Oh, I, okay. No, 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 no. Listen, no, I know hey, your yeah. heart's in the right place. Yeah, and you like people like things you're just sort of like looking yeah. at the positive and everything yeah. i'm i'm quite a skeptic i feel okay. like we would have a this is why our podcast dy- dynamic is so good because <laughs> yeah. we have such varying opinions yeah i didn't uh, i didn't realize how like yeah it's, it's you're just on display for the for the tourist yeah i mean because yeah. that's, that's all disneyland's thing like i feel yeah. like yeah. disneyland like it's a small and, world yeah it's all like it's, all about it's, yeah like okay so like when disneyland happened i feel like it was like during a time when people couldn't like maybe the depression was happening yeah. or like right after that and people like you know, tiki culture became a part of that too. Tiki right. culture, like, or like going to tiki bars and stuff is like part of yeah. like vacationing at home because right. it was yeah. cheap and you didn't have to travel anywhere. And yeah. that was Disneyland. Disneyland was like, you could go to the Tonga room and it was sort of like, yeah. you know, you mm. could go visit another part of the I world. It was a way to tonga. vacation yeah. in, yeah. 
in your backyard a little bit. You could mm-hmm. see, it was a lot cheaper. I know it's expensive, but it was like right. a lot cheaper than flying to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. and very true. So oh, that was kind of part Disneyland. of it, I think. Also, uh, D- Disney World is cheaper to go to than Disneyland, despite Shut the fact, up. despite really? the fact that it's five parks instead of two. It is Damn. cheaper to go to Disney. I'm coming to Florida. Furious. Drake, are you thinking about the Florida residents thing or in general? Ooh, I don't know because I have to be a Florida. Because you if be you're Florida residents, you get like hooked to the fuck up because they want you to. They do where for like a month they used to. I don't well, know we know you, anymore. so we're Probably fine because of the pandemic. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just they used. To, I don't know if they did it at Disneyland too, but they would have like a month where locals, if you bought a regular pass for the day, you'd get the annual pass. Do mm. they do? Uh, they did do that where you buy yeah. a day, get the yeah. year free or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did offer that to LA yeah. locals, which I, is also tight. I uh, I've I've almost never paid to go to Disney though. So. That's exactly really? how I feel. I'm yeah. just because well, oh, he lives hot girl life, and this yeah. is a hot girl hack, <laughs> is you don't pay to go to Disneyland, but it ruins your Disney experience because yeah. anytime someone you never you go like maybe once a couple of months mm. like a normal human right. and. Uh, it, because someone has yeah. extra passes or something. Right. You know, well, everyone knows, some, every hot girl yeah. knows someone who's like, oh, I bet you I could get like a few <laughs> tickets from like, I know like the person who plays this character. I know the promoter yeah. at Disney. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everyone yeah. knows the, the person with the clipboard. Yeah. Yeah. I know the yeah. door guy. <laughs> I know the door I know guy. Well, the, <laughs> no, I know the manager. He's my friend. Well, so um, my mom, uh, when she moved here from France, she got a job at the French Pavilion Epcot and oh. then along, and then she stayed uh, lifelong friends with a guy that she met there uh, oh. who worked at the Italian Pavilion and he still works there as a chef at the Italian what? Pavilion. So but he, your mom made friends with a guy who works at the Italian <laughs> Pavilion inside the Disney World? That was the longest sentence I've ever. That's heard. awesome. So but, I would watch that movie. So whatever, well, whenever we go, he just uh, he just gives us his extra tickets. Oh my so. god, what? That's awesome. Yeah, I just I never pay to go to Disney because I just because your mom made a friend with a guy who works at the Italian Pavilion. Yeah, and they just stayed in touch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's awesome. That's incredible. I think what Drake is saying is that we're all okay, going to take really a field trip to Disney. I think we moved the podcast to Disney <laughs> <Yeah>. World. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, no, um, they were, they've been, they've been friends since she, uh, she started working there in her twenties. So like, they've been friends for like, I don't know how many years that is, hundred years. Oh my god. Yeah. It- yeah. Um, when, uh, when I was growing up, like, uh, he had his kid around the same time I was born. So growing up, me and uh, his kid would like hang out and play all the time. Oh, it was like a. Oh my god. Yeah. That's adorable. That's what Disney wishes their thing was. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what they're. That's experience. Like again, it's so easy to shit on Disney because they're a huge conglomerate. But this story brought to you because of Disney. This magical moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brought brought to, yeah. to you by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, no, it's like beautiful. Yeah, like, that's you, funny. Your yeah. family's got to meet, and like yeah. you got to. Was was this an Italian person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! So you like yeah. basically just like got to like. I oh. literally just sat here was like, yeah, it's like. You know this fake ass version of traveling. Instead of like going to Europe, you gotta go fucking get this watered down. Oh European no, it was sick. It's like you got like to meet someone from Italy. Yeah, oh, and was... who became your lifelong family friend? Yeah, it was it was sick. Every time we go over to his house, because it's like the whole family. Like it's one of those places where the whole like the grandparents live there and stuff. Like it's like a, the entire family like lives in the house. And so we would go over, and it is the grandma would cook us like Italian food, like dinner and stuff. And it was like very typical like Italian woman thing. She'd be like, eat, eat, you gotta eat more. 
points was skinny. Like it was. It's a good thing that like yeah. no one cares if you make fun of Italian people though. <laughs> like you can do an Italian yeah. impression and no one's like that's yeah because they're just white. But... Yeah, they're just white. But what? Uh, maybe maybe I should do a censored version just in case we want to cut that. But yeah, it was very stereotypical. No, I like it. No, okay. no, no, Italian accent. No, it's it's yeah. no, it's true. No one is offended. You can, you can oh, yeah. literally just make fun of Italian. I'm Italian. Yeah. I don't look it. I know. Uh, we we went over this before the podcast. I just I don't know why I look different. I think I'm adopted. I keep pressing my mom, but it just makes I her think sad. I'm <laughs> just makes her sad. Really upsets her when I deny that I am maybe not her child. She can tell when you're sad because she feels the sad. Because she's my twin, yeah. also yeah. as yeah. well. She feels now, the pain. My mom has zero boundaries and loves me too much, and I have like seven brothers and sisters and she calls me her favorite oh my god and like she would make me lunch in the morning when i lived at home and she like with like high school and stuff and she carved into a banana she left me i love you and it's like that i'm glad you said uh because in my mind i was like this like serial killer love like it's like uh the show hope where like the mom of munchausen by proxy your mom's like single white femaleing you yes yeah yeah. yeah, it's like too like my mom loves me too much it goes back to like uh what you were saying before like i just keep seeing the positive and things you're like no that's actually bad drink i could oh my god zero boundaries uh but i love her she loves me too much is like my biggest problem with my mom but i love her too uh richard williams didn't love Disney, and he refused to work in L.A. He's not leaving England to go to L.A. So they took the whole fucking production to England for Richard Williams, and that's how bad Steven Spielberg wanted him, basically. Mm-hmm. So they filmed Roger Rabbit in England, uh, and Walt Disney Animation UK sprouted up. Basically, be, like they kind of absorbed Richard Williams animation studio. That was the beginning of the UK brand. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Wow. Because this movie, again, this movie like really disrupted the entire system. Yeah. It's like so historically important. Yeah, it really is. They were, they were inventing shit and starting whole companies to make this thing. And, uh, the live action production was at Elstree studios. And I, apparently that was, a breeze like filming the live action stuff was pretty fun and when that, there were no tunes in it yeah and the animation was like hell it was like yeah, a nightmare i imagine that, that yeah. it, i don't even understand how you did that in the 80s like that's yeah. just wild well, and like dev was saying too they were talking yeah this was moving cameras for the first time with animation in front of it rather than just doing static it was uh did they have to film like yeah like so they had to film it differently cuz they had they knew they had to post yeah. add the tunes and posts and stuff uh which you said it was fun though i imagine it would have been a nightmare especially cuz yeah. actors aren't used to like this is you know before cgi and stuff actors aren't used to talking to people Bob who aren't Hoskins there is just talking to nobody he got yeah. his eyeline perfect by yeah. the that's, way and it's he so funny really and you watch well. that you watch this movie and then you watch it up against i don't know tim burton's alice in wonderland right. and you're like no it looks like no one's talking to anything. There's like a dullness behind yeah, everyone's eyes. Absolutely. Like that really drives me nuts about like, yeah. it's so crazy that this movie made in the eighties looks so much better than like, yeah, yeah. You know, Bob Hoskins Jack. Just like, yeah, yeah, totally. I know. How, sucks. Well, I know. They had the actors, yeah. uh, take mime classes and, oh. um, 
Bob Hoskins had to take mime lessons, so when he grabbed something, it really looked like he was Whoa, grabbing Roger by the throat. Cool. So one of the things from an acting, you could tell this. When you approach uh, as a mime, when you want to grab something that's not there, it's the change in your body reflecting it. So like you wouldn't grab when you normally go to grab something, you would do like this, like to grab a pole, like you know, a basketball pole or something. You do this. But in miming, you start with a flat hand and wrap around. Right. And that action, it's like the ability for your body to reflect the thing that is not it's, there. So if it's in your eyes, if it's in your oh, body, oh, interesting. There's like movement. an overcorrection that's happening. Like you're not yeah. you're not going to yes. mime school to like learn how to like make it look like you're doing the thing real. Or you're yeah. doing it so that someone the the viewer yeah. can see it right. more clearly. It's almost oddly like animation. You over exaggerate things in animation to sell it better. Yeah. Like so like that Yep, yeah. the 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 live action coming to meet yeah. the animation needs yeah. and right. like playing the same where like, like the, the animation ridiculous. needs to be more mm-hmm. human. Yeah. And then the uh, yeah, where like I love all these weird practical effects yeah. they did because they did. It's I didn't know yeah. that about that, and that's an incredible fact that like taking those miming classes to like so it looked like he was holding, but like the like Roger, there's that scene where like Roger goes to like sit in a chair and he grabs it and then he lifts his hand really quickly, um, because he he gets yelled at before he sits in the chair and there's yeah. there's dust on the chair and you can see when Roger lifts his hand that oh, there are fingerprints totally on the chair or yeah. like famously the scene where he drinks a shot and it makes him go insane right his head right. pops off and then he like uh bursts through a window and then the, him bursting th- the window is real so they had to like yeah right. to like rig a, a window to like so there's like a screen and then a glass window and he makes a perfect roger shape jump through yeah. the window where it's just like a rabbit running yeah. through the set was like a theme park it was like it you know air blowing up everywhere and stuff's like moving Whoa. And, yeah, the, infe- the, the effect the environment the yeah. real life environment right. that yeah. really again sells you but that is How so I love the bar set where everything, when the train would come by and everything would shake and move yeah. and the lights roll, you know. And they actually have a thing that they still, Disney animators talk about to this day, where Roger Rabbit is, uh, they're in the back room, in the hiding room in the bar, mm-hmm. and the light is swinging. And he is lit, like... Oh, yeah, the lighting is yeah, right. The That's lighting, like a, that was like, let's show off this move, and absolutely. it really sells you, where it's like, yeah, that light is swinging, and every time it passes him, it, it's lit correctly. Yeah, he's right? like wow. animated differently. You know, wow. they, the they animated the lighting accurately That's on Roger. So and that's wild. such a funny, like, physical scene where they're, like, both trying to, like, they're swinging the light at each mm-hmm. other back and forth, and they're yeah. really interacting with each other, and you believe it 100%. It's, just, it's so good. It's flawless. Yeah, for But sure. you know what we haven't talked about yet in this film? We've talked about Roger. We've talked about Jessica. We've talked about Eddie. Baby Herman. <laughs> Baby Herman. Got a huge shout out. The, and that, again, it just tells you how incredible this movie is that we have not even touched on Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Yes. Who is him. in this movie. Yep. In, in it's Dr. Doom. Judge Doom. Judge, judge Doom. Right. Doom. He was a corrupt judge who He's, the Toons had voted him in as a judge, and now he's going around killing tunes he like won them over because mm-hmm. he's literally then... modeled after hitler yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah like he's, he's literally the hitler of this yeah. universe where and... he literally just like drops the shoe yeah and like that's okay so you meet judge doom and he walks into the scene and um there's been a murder and he's you know he's the judge so he's there i guess there another and... piano murder and, yep yeah. a piano murder yeah. and uh <laughs> he walks there and he meets eddie and uh, he, 
there you find out that there is a way to kill tunes and judge doom has discovered it and it's yeah. a vat of acid and I, I don't remember what the combination it's the is dip. i have it here wait is it um is it uh uh fucking acetone yeah it was turpentine yeah acetone and uh oh wait, turpentine dude, acetone like and benzene yeah off yeah of it was a, like paint oh, stripper interesting. Paint yeah stripper, the dip was just like paint melter that basically. is so funny yeah. really Genius. makes me cringe yeah it's like that's so terrifying for it's a tune terrifying. Yeah, like... yeah and yeah oh, well that's a big spoiler well, but it's fine well there's that scene okay oh, yeah. so i love that scene and i was yeah. watching it this morning with my dog and i posted it on instagram if you guys want to go to my instagram you can see the exclusive bts of this awesome. podcast there yeah. uh no i i posted a video of uh, me and my dog were watching it, and the yeah. shoe. He picks up the shoe, and the shoe is squeaking because the shoe doesn't want to be held. Because he, like, I don't know. It's it's yeah. like a dog, and it like, and it starts squeaking. My dog was looking and was like watching oh intently, God. watching the shoe squeak. Your dog was scarred for life. And and watched it, and then it like as it's being dripped into the dip, it's like you know squeaking for life, yeah. like the life is being squeaked out of it. <laughs> and my dog is watching it and looks at me and gives me this look of like, like what the fuck? Are oh you my watching? God! Yeah, it it's really this cute. This is why it messed me up as a kid. Oh my god! Yeah. Me up. A little like, scary. And watching? if you watch Judge Dooms, fun little fact for you. Um, I don't know if this is a fact, but I read it on the wiki, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's a fact that whenever you see him, he's he never blinks. Right? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yep. cool. Yep. And uh, fun. Another fun fact about that shoe. Do you guys uh, have any idea who played the voice of that dying no. shoe? No. Oh, who is the who voice? Was? Of- Nancy Cartwright oh, wow. Nancy... would then become the voice of Bart Simpson. That's oh, crazy. Cool. She was the dying shoe. She was the squeaky shoe? <laughs> I thought I heard a cowabunga yep. man. <laughs> I was pretty like, sure it's an eat my shorts <laughs> as it was like getting dipped into eat the- my shorts. Yeah. <laughs> you don't wear shorts. You're a boot. <laughs> Um, Eat death. There's a yeah. lot of overlap in the voice acting community, yeah. you know? That's why a, one yeah. actor can wear many different Yeah, hats. and it was cool, too, uh, Judge Doom, because this was Christopher Lloyd and Zemeckis being back together after Back to Since the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. yeah. And it was like a big... They did a few Back to the Future references here and there in they, the movie. they do i like to think because i watched actually back to back to back yeah um oh, wow. who framed roger rabbit and back to the the second back to the future and right. there is like a roger rabbit in one of the like oh, old like when they're in the future uh, yeah. and oh. there's like a roger rabbit doll and they do they kind of share a universe like there's a little oh, send up so. to each other because cool. the portal to toontown mm-hmm. Is the same tunnel they use in Back to the Future? Yeah, because yeah. wow. yeah. I bet you they cool. had so much like you know that was so fun that shit that yeah that location looked great. And it was right there in LA. Again. It was yeah. like by Griffith Park. You yeah. Yeah. yeah, And every time yeah. I drive through it, I do pretend like I'm going Absolutely. to Toontown. You gotta, <laughs> go you gotta go 88 miles an hour it's under the, the tunnel. <laughs> yes, and you get to Toontown. Yeah, <laughs> lots of accidents in that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> People trying to go to back in time. They uh in time. right there. The, when they're in the coma, they'll, they'll be in Toontown. <laughs> yeah, they did. They shot a few things around L.A. There were, like, some exteriors. Uh, the Maroon Cartoon Studios were... Paramount? That was actually the Renmar Studios oh. in Hollywood. It used to be uh, Desilu. That was where Lucy and Desi oh, had Desilu production Productions. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, they shot in those studios. That was, like, the Maroon Studios. The Maroon Cartoon yeah. Studios. Yeah. yeah, I love that, too. Maroon Cartoons... Was a part of Maroon Studios, which is owned by Acme, 
Yeah, that they should. They yeah, they mm. still like they just kind of like the way it existed in real life. Like no, yeah. it's this, this production <laughs> it's company. It's owned by a fucking you know Acme like prop company basically. <laughs> That's like you know the conglomerate that owns because like I think still like General Electric still owns like abc and nbc and all that shit mm-hmm. you know these studios are always owned by just some Wait, really? weird corporation yeah Wait, yeah oh yeah ge owns for really sure yeah NBC. yeah what? general electric that's yeah. wild yeah they make that's a crazy. joke about it there's only four companies in the entire country that yeah. own all the yeah media. and they kind of make that reference Everything. in roger rabbit they talk about like these studios are just all owned by ceos yeah, yeah. they're all in bed together like yeah. it's just yeah it's very again just playing up how real this is mm-hmm. where it's just like no one, no one is, none of the humans are cartoonish. Right, right. Except yeah. for Judge Doom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a reason. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about it, right? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. That was, yeah, for sure. I mean, that, I love, that's an actually good I, reveal, though. Yeah, yeah I never really thought good. about that, how he is the only one who's like not you wouldn't exist in real life like you're clearly weird you know what i mean there's, like, yeah, yeah he's there's something off about him but you think yeah. he's just like you know he's the jean valjean of yeah, this world he's right. the like he's yeah. you think he's just like he's on this quest from like i god. need to yeah god like you know i need to my job is to like uh keep the tunes in check and yeah. i'm the only one who can do it and you think he's just like obsessed with his job and then you you find like ah interesting ah. like yeah. He's a uh, dude. I I watched a Disney has this really Disney Plus has this like great show called Prop Culture. Oh yeah, I love Prop Culture. And yeah. they do a Roger Rabbit episode. Oh shit! I and they see get that. Christopher Lloyd, who rarely does interviews, yeah. to be on this Prop Culture because they're talking about one of the props from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and it's his costume. And you can tell that he is so excited to talk about something that isn't Doc Brown. That yeah, he's like. You can tell that Christopher Lloyd loved playing this character. And no, it. no disrespect to Back to the Future, but you can tell he enjoyed. Absolutely. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a hundred percent way. He likes that way better. He was than so Back scary. To the he was so terrifying. He was so cool and different. Yeah. And like you think of like what a great actor he is, yeah. and and being able to play like such a juicy role. And apparently, the not blinking thing was his idea. That's I can see. Say. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That was like a decision that he made. Like <laughs> Tim yeah, Curry I'm, was was a yeah, for the role. That would have been cool too. But Christopher Lloyd, mm-hmm. I can. They were saying that uh, he was too. Tim Curry was too scary. Yeah. He was actually too <laughs> it's scary like you're for just the role. Scare everyone out of the theater. <laughs> like, that was terrifying well this was right after the first it right? oh this wow have been right it feels afterwards. like those two movies could have I not know. existed in wow. the same world yeah yeah that would have been <laughs> and i just... bet you right after that movie though there so was like part... a little bit of like you know you know like if you play a character like it you probably don't book like a family movie right for a no while. Not for like, yeah. yeah except for michael madsen who did like free willy after like <laughs> yeah after like pulp fiction really yeah. after like reservoir yeah, dogs, reservoir or dogs. Yeah. he did free willy he's that. like i need to do i need to do something for the kids you know <laughs> oh man it's not good though it's it's not i mean let's be honest they free willy they sh- no free willy's great but michael madsen i love him as an actor but he did not belong in free willy in my opinion <laughs> Hey there, this is Frankie Sparks. And this is Scott Eisenberg. We're married. And we have a podcast called Shoot the Flick. Every week, Scott and I introduce each other to a new movie the other one has never seen. We talk about it, give our thoughts on it, and also share some behind-the-scenes fun facts. We want you guys to come along and enjoy the movies with us. 
Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at ShootTheFlick and check out our weekly episodes every single Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. Come and listen to us now as Frankie and I Shoot Shoot the the Flick! But, Drake, I did want to get into the... The meeting of the worlds here. Okay, Because you had questions about how the fuck this happened with the studios. This is my biggest question. Yeah. So, Amblin, at the time, Steven Spielberg, Warner Brothers darling. You know, that was... He was working really heavy with Warner Brothers at the time. And also, everyone thinks of Steven Spielberg with Universal. But Mm -hmm. at this time, in the 80s, he was more with Warner Brothers doing shit. Interesting. Um, He had... He was working with them at the time on an animated series called Tiny Toon Adventures, and he was also doing uh, Animaniacs. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That two was Spielberg? Hits. Yes. The best animations. Of the, those two were so good. Again, tickles that part of your brain that's like, what if all the Looney Tunes had like, Live. what are the junior kid? Yeah, the junior team that goes to the school where they learn to be cartoons. Yeah. the greatest. Oh, genius. That's really. adorable. And Animaniacs Brilliant. is about a bunch of cartoons that um, lived inside the Warner Brothers Tower. About, yeah, the studio. The brothers and sisters. System and, yeah. Uh, Animaniacs is very much like Roger Rabbit. You know, they're oh, all, they're oh, movie they stars. absolutely. Yeah. It's a shame that they, like, you know. I know. Did never, those two, like Roger, I, I wonder if Roger ever came over to Animate. Probably not. Probably, yeah. But it would have been wonderful to see Roger been. Rabbit exist in the. Oh, yeah, and there was a lot of, oh, go ahead, Drake, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, man, it'd be so cool if the Animaniacs were in, were in Roger Rabbit. That would be fucking yeah. awesome. And he, there was a lot of studios, actually. It was uh, Fleischer Studios. Warner Brothers, King Features Syndicate, uh, Felix the Cat Productions, because Felix was in this. They Turner, did get Felix. Yeah, they got Felix. I Turner what that Entertainment meeting was like of like how they were gonna like get like okay, we'll give you Felix, but yeah. no Donald. Like, Basically, we need him. that was kind of what it was. They were saying there were very strict stipulations on using these characters. Like Disney had a whole thing where. Uh, Mickey Mouse had to have just as much time as, as Bugs Bunny. As Bugs Bunny, yeah. yeah. Yep, they had. To, they're always seen like right. mm-hmm. Donald and uh, Daffy. Daffy Duck yeah. are equally talented, right. In it, like no one is more dueling pianos. Yeah, the dueling pianos. Had, like, and they had like, and it's great because it like really works for the scene. It's like, yeah, that's how those two. Those two would like really not like each other. Totally, they're both, like very neurotic characters. Yeah, yeah. But they're both yeah. equally talented, and so <laughs> it's so weird because like the thing no one cares about really. But yeah, like, yeah, no, but that yeah. that was that all spawned from this like the studios were saying you can have these guys but you have to treat them right so basically <laughs> like, so basically Spielberg what? was doing this movie of Disney and he went to Warner Brothers and like look we're boys can, yeah. I'm doing this cool movie can I use some cartoons yes. and they're like because you're Spielberg yes yes exactly only Spielberg would yeah. be able to make this movie exactly. happen yeah. it didn't even drag it was just the EP yeah yeah because apparently you know before this it wasn't going to be all these characters the the original iteration with Roger Rabbit all new I mean yeah it would have been like yeah all original stuff or just one studio maybe they would have had like uh Probably yeah, probably like Warner Brothers or, or well, and it would have sucked. Yeah, it would have not. Been, I mean, like, could I mean, it, there's so many things I like about it, and it probably would have worked. But w- was this a Disney film? It was a Disney. Yes, it Disney was a Touchstone through Touchstone, through touchstone because okay. it was so they they it, you know it was one of those like one of the two I think that Touchstone released that was like PG thirteen mm. or whatever. Okay. Uh, well, there wasn't even PG thirteen at the time. It was just PG. And there wasn't a 13 at no, the time. In the 80s, oh, they didn't have yep, PG-13. Yeah, that's not a Spielberg thing, right? He invented the PG-13, oh, basically. 
I don't. No, we need to fact check yes. Okay. right now. Yes. Let's do it. Let's um, do it. It's Steven Spielberg is the grandfather of, of the PG-13 rating. Yes. Um, what a great! It's... How is that not your it's... first thing? Like I, they, they, they didn't even have that rating till I came around. They're like, we don't know where this I lives. Thought, the line is blurred. I thought that it came from Indiana Jones actually, because he. I think it came from Temple of Doom because. He wanted some stuff in there that was not going to get a PG rating, mm. but it also wasn't rated uh, mature. I, no, that's video R. games. R. It also yeah. wasn't going to be rated R either. And so the compromise the studio and him made was, we'll create a new rating called PG-13 yeah, that this is like for your teenagers. Don't so bring your wait, wait a minute, because that is that even how that fucking works? That's so crazy because it's like you just get the rating and then they're like... I'm Steven Spielberg. I'd right. like something in between those two. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Um, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was because of Temple of Doom. Yeah. Only three months after uh, parents were outraged, the release of a PG-rated Temple of Doom. Oh, Red Dawn uh, became the first film to get PG-13. So, okay. So, I'm I'm half right. So, yeah. they, okay. So, they Temple of Doom came out and people were like, what the fuck? This is definitely yeah. not a PG movie. <laughs> yeah. And then when Red it. Dawn came out, they are like, <laughs> yeah. we need to, we've done this before. Yeah. yeah. We right. saw what happened in Temple of Doom. We're yeah. not going to get caught with our pants down. I think Spielberg signed like a Faustian deal at some point. Oh, absolutely. The absolutely. devil definitely came down and was like, sell me your soul and I'll make all your dreams come true. You're the movie man now. Solve these riddles three. <laughs> and uh, fun fact, PG-13 movies are the most profitable movies of all time. I can see that. Mm. Yeah. The teens. Facts, yeah. facts, some facts. The teens. Because, you know, you can do some, you can have some, your, your Marvel fight scenes, but... Uh, you know the kids no can book. still go too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just the uh, PG thirteen is cool enough for like everyone to go, but also inclusive enough for everyone can go. Yeah. So yeah, it's the perfect movie mm-hmm. rating. Yeah. So also fun fact that I didn't realize until just now: uh, the three production companies were Touchstone, Amberlin, and Silver Screen Partners. Yeah. Silver Screen Partners is a limited partnership uh, between uh, studios in Hollywood, the U.S. government, and Wall Street to pump funds into film production, uh, you know, money raising and financing. And guess who sat on the board from 1983 to 1993, who was uh, over involved in this film? You'll never fucking (laughs) guess it. Uh, Good old former U.S. President George. W. What? Holy So that's why he's a painter he, now. And that's why he's a painter. And like. <laughs> wow. I, six degrees of George that Bush. Is six degrees of George Bush is our next podcast. <laughs> that's insane. That's wow. George Bush was responsible for Roger Rabbit. I like to think that he got a script. He's like, I want to see the movie about the rabbit. <laughs> I sure do like me some cartoon rabbits. <laughs> Make well, the rabbit. I want to see this cartoon movie for adults. I'm tired of people making fun of me for watching kid shows. (laughs) Fool me once, shame on you. (laughs) Fool me twice. Can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> that that makes you imagine if he was up there giving that speech and he was just portraying rabbit. He's like, because he's a cartoon. Because he's a tune. He's a tune. Oh my god, George Bush. He's a tune. So we just need to dump George Bush in some acetone. Oh my god. That's why he paints. He's painting his home. He's painting too. By the way, I take that back. The CIA, if they weren't listening before, they're definitely listening. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, if he's not in tune, the acetone won't hurt him. (laughs) Listen, just get the acetone. And you know what? 
Oh my god. Yeah, so put if he's Roger Rabbit, then fucking Dick Cheney is just too. <laughs> George, just let us put the acetone on you. We, we got to experiment. I don't want it. I don't want it. No. Uh, I'm going to go paint. <laughs> my, I can like stomach and palate his presidency viewing him as Roger it just, Rabbit now. It just, it just it explains so much. It becomes much. like the witch trials where they're like just doing dumb stuff to prove it. Well, yeah. Not a witch. It's like blow. Ted Cruz like, being the Zodiac killer where it's like, shut up. We all know you're a tune. Yeah, we know you're a tune, George. Yeah. George's like, if you oh, have nothing I... to hide, you're going to get in the acetone. <laughs> it's like, this is ridiculous. George's eyes pop out. He's like, ah, you discovered me. But it was also the studio didn't really have much to do with the movie. Warner Brothers okay. said, go ahead, have these guys, and we don't have anything to do with it. And uh, the list of characters, I have a short like list here, and it is sort of the big cameos in which studios you know, they gave. Warner Brothers gave Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Tweety was in this movie. Uh, Sylvester was somewhere. I don't even remember... Sylvester being there, must because there's that scene at the end where they're all to, like maybe yeah, just some background. He's just like character. there, right? Mm-hmm. It was a uh, Yosemite Sam, Foghorn Leghorn was somewhere in there. Marvin the Martian, Roadrunner, Wiley Coyote, Mark Anthony the Bulldog from Feed the Kitty in 1952. Wow, Never they really thought it. that character <laughs> no. was gonna stick. Deep yeah. cut. Like, oh, mm-hmm. everyone's Deep gonna cut. love this Mark <laughs> Anthony. That's not even like a fun. Their other characters <laughs> are Marvin the Martian and Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> And Mark then Mark Anthony, Anthony, the bulldog from the fifties, the polite fifties bulldog. What? I don't even know. There was, like there was one person who was super happy super about happy. it. They were thrilled. They're like Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony's gonna be the new Roger Rabbit. They did Sam the Sheepdog from 1953's Don't Give Up the Sheep. I, the fact that they felt the need to like explain who that is yeah. tells you everything you need to know. I, I did think. a movie in Mississippi called Don't Give Up the Sheep, but it was a lot different. Oh, so, no. Uh, it's playing at that theater that uh, Pee Wee Herman... Uh, <laughs> it's playing down the street from me in Tampa. <laughs> and uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Warner Brothers gave him Speedy as well. Mike Fleischer and Paramount gave them Coco the Clown. <laughs> And this was like a... Wow, really full, like a huge yeah. fuck you. Like, oh, you want cartoons for your little movie? Here, here's Coco the Clown. Everyone loves Coco. Coco the Clown was a cartoon in 1919. Yeah, Holy that's such a fuck you. Yeah. I've heard it's, it's like, like the you most can have like... our oldest motherfucker. Wait. Yeah, I guess no one's like, these motherfuckers, we don't need them. Well, uh, do, what this other what cartoons does Brown back. have? What's that? Uh, cur- Betty Boop. Oh, okay. Yeah, Betty Boop was a big one from Paramount. Did they did they make a joke about the clown man? Like no, oh. I, I don't. Just filler, but whatever. They needed like ancillary yeah. characters. Yeah, anyway, like you said, doing like background. background. Yeah, yeah. just like whatever. Like fuck it's it, just... we'll just fill with a bunch of <laughs> squirrels you've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, MGM gave him Droopy. Droopy's great. Yeah, Droopy was great. Gro- Droopy got like lines. Yeah, I like that there are background. Cr- he was the bellhop. He's right? the elevator. Yeah, yeah. The elevator. And Walter Lance gave them uh, Woody Woodpecker. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Woody had lines. I'm sure he was somewhere. Huh? They were unable to get uh, Popeye. They couldn't get Tom and Jerry. Couldn't get Little Lulu. Little Lulu. They couldn't get Who? Casper, and they did not get Terry Tunes. Who the fuck is Terry Tunes? They were all working. Yeah. They were already booked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they just um, got pulled on to, yeah, they're, they're in India screen shooting a movie. testing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damn, interesting. Why did... 
I mean, Casper was with Christina Ricci and who, you know, and yes. that stuff didn't, happens. Didn't, when did Casper the Friendly Ghost come out? It was right around. Yeah. It was probably like, we're maybe, we're about yeah. to do a Casper movie. Sure. That's probably why they were like, we might have this coming down the pipeline. Let's not, yeah. you know. Why did Warner Brothers let them use all their characters except for Tom and Jerry? I don't know. And like Casper, why were the, Casper? Yeah. Okay, we we figured out Casper's yeah. secret. Yeah. It was yeah. like he was. Making he was another doing a movie, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with Christina Ricci. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was unavailable. I love this. <laughs> you can't afford. And Tom and Jerry did have movies. Yeah, in, that's true. They were still working. They had animated films that 80s. were yeah. that were in the eighties. They did yeah. have and they talked. It was the first time you ever saw them talk. Whoa. Man, they were syndicated as a motherfucker. Wow. Tom and Jerry yeah. was fucking everywhere. They're too so big. Just, yeah. So then yeah. Tom and Jerry were like, you, you can't, can't afford. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Harrison Ford couldn't afford him. But they got like Mickey Mouse, which I guess it was a Disney movie. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. That's like those yeah, are... I guess, that seems bigger. But I guess Tom and Jerry's actually bigger. Yeah. yeah I guess well, that's I mean, a especially guy. like in hindsight, right? Who Framed Roger Rabbit's like they're they're kicking themselves for not throwing yeah, more for of their sure. IP in it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And there was a disagreement uh, apparently about how they should like look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers wanted them to use the characters as they appeared in the merchandising at the time, and the producers kind of wanted to make them. A little bit more like, like the grounded, show or... yeah, or like uh, realistic, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess trying they to were... again just bridge that gap between right. the two worlds, and yeah. they're like, yeah, no, and it's it's one of those franchising rights where yeah. this was like what the studio held on to, right? And oh, so they are very interested, and they, that makes a lot of sense that they're like, well, we want it to look as close to the merchandise as possible because there are, there's so many little nuances with that within For the sure. companies mm-hmm. where like people where like yeah, I think. There's like a something I read in the wiki article about like the way that Donald Duck was drawn like a previous artist had drawn that. Yeah, it was like they were trying to make them look like they did in the 40s. They wanted the cartoons like, yeah. to right. look like they did because it was taking place at that time. So so they just completely ignored that note from Warner Brothers and then yeah. Warner Brothers pissed. Yeah. Well, I think they did it and then they got the note and they're like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. Like not even like, a, they're like, how yeah. dare you use the 1940s Donald Duck? Yeah. You son of a bitch. You're you trying to screw us. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently um, there's some footage out there of them trying it out though there's some footage of like the old cartoons in the movie you know oh yeah, yeah. there is like some like animatics or yeah whatever. yeah wait like, so wait which, which which one won was it the the animators oh, the, or studio the studio won. Won. Oh, okay yeah. okay they, they the cartoons that you see are not really like uh accurate like the period wise it's mm. like they're modern day versions of themselves living in the 40s yeah making a movie is like such a collaboration and oh, this yeah. one is like exist in like the um in the history books because totally. it's just like wow you re- this would this is like one of the hardest collaborations it's like an impossible could, yeah an, an impossible collaboration that like, could have been easily the worst movie totally ever. like the yeah. world could have been a cool world yeah yeah, yeah there's a lot of trust to give your characters to a movie that you yeah. have, don't have really have too much creative control they gave over. the voice actors well they didn't too. give them creative control they were like right. no we're gonna like how scary yeah. to like we're gonna give you these things, but it's on our terms. And it's like, oh yeah. fuck, they're gonna, you're gonna you're fuck gonna my fuck movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like always, and they give them the voice actors too. Donald Duck. Wow, yeah. It was Tony and Selmo. Wayne, all Wayne, all wine. They as, gave uh, them Mickey the Mouse. voice actors. They let yeah. them out of their cages. I don't know how this worked. <laughs> Surely they had to be paid for this. They're well, doing a whole ass movie. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, but Mel also, Blanc. like, I think you can just Mel hire. I think you could probably just hire the voice actors. They're not owned by Disney. Yeah, by for Warner sure. Brothers. And apparently, Mel Blanc, they got him, but he was so old at the time. They had to have like other people do bugs as well. Mm. I think there was like. 
he was like Mel Blanc was like on his way out. But okay. oh man, yeah. so oh, uh, probably his last project. Probably huh? might have been. Yeah, uh, the lady who played Betty Boop was Betty Boop, in which the is movie. great though because the, which works perfectly because it's sort of like you hear that in her voice right. when she does it, and yeah. she's like, "I still got it," and yeah. then, and it's Aww. it's this actual sweet moment yeah. that May like Questel. you never. Yeah. Where, yeah, it's, yeah. it's you're watching. Yeah. And she was wow. olive oil, too. She was Popeye's olive oil as well. Oh, she was wow. Betty Boop oh, and olive sense. oil. Yeah. And it tracks. She um, did, she, in 1939 was when she retired Betty Boop. So wow. she came back in the 80s wow, for Roger Rabbit. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, it is, and her scene yeah. is being like a washed up actress. Yeah. Which yep. is, that's wow. That's yeah. so, that's wow. That gives that scene so much more like. Yeah. Uh, that scene was probably one of my favorites in the whole movie. It, yeah. It's a really pivotal scene where you like. You, mm. you break through to this character a little yeah. bit and you see like the way that these tunes are mm. treated because you're supposed to like mm. you know right. like it's it's a world where like it's like they can work at the club but it's a human yeah. only club yeah. yeah it's like your grandma being like <laughs> mistreated well, and then Jessica Rabbit gives him a laugh so, <laughs> yeah. I, Hell yeah I have a question about the is there anything in your notes about the compensation like what Warner Brothers wanted in return like no. it, was it a flat rate was it percentage of the royalties like it's, it's I Perfect timing to ask that because what they wanted was just sort of like a handshake agreement that now we're collaborating. Mm. Like, that we're doing this thing, we're going to try it out, it was a big hit, mm -hmm. so surely we'll do this again. Mm -hmm. But Warner Brothers, uh, they went into pre-production on Space Jam in 1996, mm -hmm. and they asked Disney... Hey, can we use some of your people now? And like, Disney was like, no, 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 no. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, like the gentleman's agreement. Yeah, the gentleman's agreement. Like, was... And that ruined their relationship forever. Yes, yes. Wow. That's why they still won't collaborate to this day because yeah. Disney said, sorry, like, fuck you, you can't have Mickey for Space Jam, even yeah. though you gave us everybody. All yeah. the heavy hitters. For, yeah, yeah, you gave us all your heavy hitters, and we're not going to wow. part with one one of them. Wow. Yeah. Dude, fuck Disney. Yeah, I That's, know, man. What? I don't know of any compensation... Uh, monetarily, that happened. Wow, that's I don't crazy. Think they did. I don't. That's think... insane that they let them use all those characters for free. Yeah. with the agreement that like we're gonna collab in the future. <laughs> and now they see... have to work at that theme park in Santa <laughs> yeah. Clarita. It's fucked up. Yeah. Apparently, oh, Space Jam geez. like trashed Disney because of it. Like, if you watch Space Jam, there's a bunch of like pokes mm -hmm. at Disney and how mm -hmm. shitty but you they love are. That. That's also a lot yeah. of fun to watch. Like rivalry. You gotta love that. Also, fun fact, Bill Murray was going to be a part of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but he didn't get the voicemail in time. He did one <laughs> of those sabbaticals. That was what the Wikipedia was like, uh, referring to, because I was yeah. like, oh, because of like his weird stuff with how he gets casted for me, I was like, oh, I wonder what that means. I'll never That's look hilarious. into it. It's, he just didn't like they, see the voicemail. Yeah. I'm glad. He had an answering machine because he didn't have a cell phone or a number, so anybody to try to get a hold of him would have to call like this one eight hundred number and leave a message. Right. And he checked it periodically, and he missed it, and that's probably why he did Space Jam. Wait, who? Because it was his next Bill opportunity. Oh. I, I want to love all this, but it just annoys me. It's just like, dude, just, just pick up the phone. <laughs> get a yeah, cell phone. Get a, yeah, Jesus Wait, well, I guess Christ. it was the eighties. Yeah, yeah, but still, get a car phone. Get a, weren't you a successful, you know, actor yeah. in the eighties? Like, I love. An assistant. That's I love Bill Murray, but his whole like, oh, I'm weird. It's like, uh, okay. It is the myth of Bill Murray, though. You can't, it, you can't have his lore. Your cake and yeah, eat too. he has his own lore. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I want to get into a little bit though about the making of Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Okay. So Richard Williams, he said he had this this vision for Jessica Rabbit. He said I tried to make Rita he Rita Hayworth 
And he took her hair from Veronica Lake, big movie stars, big old school movie stars. And Zemeckis kept saying, what about the look Lauren Bacall had? And so, yeah, Jessica was Rita Hayworth, Veronica Lake, and Lauren Bacall. That was like the combination that they used, basically. I love that she's a redhead. Yeah. I think that's so, like, it would have been really easy to go with, like, uh, Marilyn Monroe right. or something like that. And I think that would have been, like, a really obvious choice. But right. she's, like, mm-hmm. she she stands on her own, and you're not like, oh, she's a Marilyn Monroe type. She's, like, a combination of all of these, like, mm-hmm. very, very talented. For Marilyn sure. Monroe, great. Love her. Is yeah. like, you know, I'll... I'll definitely hang a picture of her in my bathroom some point. Absolutely. But, uh, but I just, a good actor? No. Yeah. All right. And Marilyn Monroe? Not a good, no, she was like hot and yeah. cool and fun. And, yeah. But she was, I thought she was a very just of the moment actor, yeah. right? But like, I yeah. think that's like, I don't know. You got to watch I, Niagara. She was good in that. Okay. I'll give uh, my girl Marilyn Monroe a shot. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I I agree. I like the choice of making her, you know, she giving her cool red hair. She was cool and she kind of like, she had, yeah, she was like very, yeah. like, cool world, too real. Right. Too, right, too, right, like, right. there's like that line you cross with like furry. Yeah. And like, where it's sort of, I don't know what it is. It's like the, the valley that is oh, furry. like, furry. Like, oh my God. That's like, hilarious. Like, making line. a fuckable cartoon. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. The furry like, valley. Like, funny is, yeah. I think, another one of those, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. They're trying to get people to like be horny for this Absolutely. rabbit. Which is, and it just it works. Jessica Rabbit is humanoid <laughs> and also not human at all. Like, oh my god. Lola Bunny worked. Yeah, the, the, the whole the whole That's what's wrong with it. Well, <laughs> the whole like outrage about how they made her less hot for Space Jam 2. I was like, what are you this arguing about? Yeah, Why are you arguing about? Like, it's like, we can't do this again. You know that. Like, we cannot do Lola Bunny like we did in the 90s. Yeah, you like, can. why do you want You, you live in a different world. Yes. Why do you want to draw a fuckable you, rabbit? You cannot do that anymore. I'm sorry. Stop. Those, those, it's the those high flyers. Because it's 2021, and I can fuck who I want to fuck, bro. And if I, I want to fuck a rabbit, rabbit who right. Look, Space Jam came out around uh, the same time Waterworld did we were living in a different age different you know what i mean that's like, so it's crazy a different it's, i love that i could watch a whole show of you quoting two movies that exist at the yeah, same time yeah. that i'm like how did those two how did those exist in the same, in the same how were people universe? like seeing that movie and then seeing water <laughs> they weren't no one went to see water <laughs> <laughs> jessica rabbit she was voiced by kathleen turner who uh, she had just worked on romancing the stone with zemeckis so that was a big tie-in there uh, Turner, she actually went uncredited. Did you see that? In... She, as, Ra- as Jessica She's Rabbit, not listed she's, anywhere. She took it uncredited. Uh, she was like eight months pregnant or something at the time. And she took the role. I think she was married to... Why would it be that she was like, I don't want... I feel like it's harder almost to like... You know, they, it wasn't like they were like, we can't give you credit because you're like not famous. Or like, don't... Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, come on, just do this like quick favor for... She... She, it sounds like she didn't want to be attached. She's yeah. like, more so would be like, Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why. She was married to somebody. She was married to either Spielberg or Zemeckis at the time. Yeah, I don't think she's even <laughs> on the IMDb. Yeah, no, yeah. She uh, she was totally uncredited. The credit went to uh, Her, when Jessica's a singer. Oh, this is Jessica. model? When Jessica sang the song at the Ink and Paint, the fancy 1940s club, uh, that wow. was ink and paint. Yeah, the ink and paint. I didn't catch that. <laughs> that was Amy Irving singing, and she got credited. She was married to Steven Spielberg at the time, Amy Irving, 
And uh, hmm. yeah, she was the one who sang it, and she's the one who got credit because she sang the song. But Wait. the lady who did the entire voice for the whole movie didn't this get credit. Sounds... So the person that was dating. Yeah, yeah. This sounds... yeah. Now, now this sounds Steven Spielberg's suspicious. wife got credit. Yes. Now this sounds suspicious. It's pretty mm. weird. Interesting. Pretty interesting. Maybe discredit them both. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. like this huge collaboration with all these studios just happened, and you can't give credit to like one person who. Yeah. Has Kathleen she ever Turner's spoken up? Choice. Has she ever spoken up about it? Like, has she ever talked about like in, in interviews? Like, why weren't you credited in yeah, the movie she and stuff? Was quickly murdered oh as soon as she talked about it. wait really no, I'm just oh. <laughs> by george bush by george wait, bush fool me once fool me once don't be talking about my you know uh who framed roger rabbit is not anywhere on her wikipedia that's so crazy weird yeah uh, i don't know and is it 9 11 is it roger rabbit is connected right. to 9 11 roger rabbit did 9 11 <laughs> <laughs> if you look we should, if you look at the photos you can see we should have invaded toontown dip can't melt still be. Dip, <laughs> dip can't melt human beings <laughs> human even beings. better <laughs> george if you're on tune get in the acetone george 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 is pissed so there was a whole thing about her dress too um they animated her dress almost like completely separate basically like her dress was like yeah the material's kind of glitter and all that they did all that with plastic bags and steel wool what like underneath the animation yeah yeah (laughs) that's sick I, i wrote something about like Underneath all this beauty is just steel wool and plastic bags, man. You know. Well, and then uh, there's a uh, scene where the animators and you can see Jessica Rabbit's steel wool and oh yeah, and chicken wire yes. or whatever. Yeah. And that one scene, that's yeah. like a that's a famous controversy about Jessica Rabbit is uh that that she has a um basic instinct moment. Yeah. Yes. If you will, yeah. which is like. Could you imagine being so horny for a cartoon that you animate? <laughs> You're drawing. A, yeah, animate a pussy onto yeah, it? Like, yeah. that's insane. And then they, like, went back and forth with this whole thing, too. It got through the full upskirt shot, got through mm. to the original movie. Like, if you have this thing on VHS when it first came out, it's you have it? that. Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. You can f- yeah. watch it on YouTube now. Yeah. Oh, shit. But, well, then, but then they what animated. A <laughs> then what they, a world. <laughs> and then they cut it all together when they found out about it. But then. People complained enough about them cutting it. Oh my god! They animated some underwear into it, oh so god. now she's wearing panties. Now everyone's happy. <laughs> that's America. So, that's America. Why did you take the pussy out of my cartoon? <laughs> Don't take it out. Just give me clothes. I just want to keep people happy. <laughs> how, how much do you want to bet that was a call from good old W? W. <laughs> I see you done taking the pussy out of this movie. <laughs> now, now that's yeah. not what we agreed upon. I, I can still call in favor. Too. <laughs> you don't take the pussy out now. Just give it some My daddy Call was the head the of the CIA. Phone. The red well, phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess underwear. Put it back in. I guess underwear would like be a, a good compromise. Yeah. <laughs> George Bush is like in a shadow. He's like, you fool me once. Fool me once. <laughs> you get fooled again. <laughs> Heard you took the pussy out the movie. <laughs> Just bombs hit Disney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. I wonder if like the leaflets that were dropping in Afghanistan and Iraq when we started had like Jessica Rabbit and shit on it. And it's like this is America, guys. This is what you gotta look forward to. It, it's like yeah, it's like weird tickets to see that he's like invested. Yeah. He like wants to like well never Never a bad time to promote, you know. <laughs> it's going to be playing on that th- in, th- in that theater in Santa Monica. <laughs> Talked about Judge Doom, but I do want to talk about his weasels. 
the the weasel, the weasel mob. Sleazy, yeah. What are their names? It was uh, so smartass was the guy, the leader with the zoot suit and the hat. Uh, Psycho was the guy who had broken broken out of that straight jacket. He had like a straight jacket and like crazy He's hair. He's like the crazy like, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then there was stupid. That was his name. <laughs> he was the guy. I'm sure you can imagine which one he was. He was the stupid one. Originally, the there were seven, shirt. and there was yeah. supposed to be the polar opposite of the seven dwarves, but they didn't have enough money, so they cut it to three. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I read something about the kangaroos, too. It was kind of oh, similar, really? like, Judge Doom was going to have kangaroos. That's right. And they were going to be like, you know, because he's a judge, and then it's kangaroo court. The kangaroo court. Oh, yes. It was like a very That's funny, right. you can see yeah. it in the Fun. writer's room, like, you know, it'd be so funny. He's oh, like my a, God. He's got, like, 12 kangaroos, <laughs> and, like, enough to spell out, like, guilty Williams. Richard Williams is like, Richard no. Williams is like, absolutely not. not. I will 12 not be doing kangaroos. You get the... Get the fuck out of here. You want me to call my buddy George? <laughs> Have him call you guys again? Don't make me call Steve. It would have been great if they just used real kangaroos for that one scene. <laughs> yeah, that like animals yeah. exist. Like, oh, yeah. You're right. You know what? Is there a single dog or cat in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, uh, besides the 50s I want to say there was, but I don't really, like in the background. No, of, not like, like a, a non-cartoon Like an actual yeah. Yeah. animals exist in this world. Interesting. Wow, huh. fan theory. Yeah, right here. Yeah, that's I mean, I'd like to think that cats and dogs exist in this world, There'd and be then some like cat back alley and cats. Because yeah. it would that would have been a good joke, like, like Goofy finally, you know, like seeing Goofy next to a dog, and yeah, like, yeah. Being, like do they talk? Do yeah. they know each other's thing? Like, <laughs> Interesting. Um, well, has, has anyone ever seen eating like steak or a hamburger or something? Oh that, wow, that yeah, because provide... there are like ducks and stuff in yeah. there. So yeah, like, yeah, so that would provide there evidence. There are eggs. That's... There's a scene where he like eats eggs. I don't know if you've ever seen. They're like at a restaurant. Yeah. I don't think like anyone's. They're ever all drinking eating. all the time. Yeah. They don't eat food. There's a lot of drinking. Yeah. Can you eat a tune? Tune can't die, but can you mm. consume one? I, it can would probably kill you. I, I don't like know if it's good for you. <laughs> it would probably kill you. Yeah. I feel like a tune would just like burst out of your stomach like an alien chest burster. That's what tunes do to you. Um. His, there was... brother, his brother was killed by a tune. <laughs> Tried to eat a, a, a Fred Flintstone brontosaurus <laughs> rib. And it Burst through his chest. Oh, yeah. The, uh, his heart. the Flintstones and the Jetsons aren't in this either. Yeah, no Flintstones, Damn. no Jetsons. That would have been cool. It was, uh, when did the movies come out? Because, again, those were probably oh, yeah. released yeah. in talks. Oh, right? Yeah. So they were like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And other ones that are just like syndicated to the fucking gills, yeah, too. That's true. Oh, where it's like um, too many people already involved that it's like, oh, my God, right. the laundry list of people that have to have to say yes yeah yeah Mm. it's just uh, like not worth it (laughs) they modeled baby herman after uh edward g robinson the guy we're always talking about warner brothers 1930s like mob star before cagney came around yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, they modeled him after that and post-production for this thing was hell of course it was 14 months straight seven days a week yeah. Post. So the filming of this movie didn't take that long. No. Because yeah. it's from book to film yeah. is like right. five years. What is it? Yeah, something. Yeah, 81 to 88. So, yeah, seven years. Se- okay, yeah. so it's seven years. Yeah. And uh, over a year of it was just. Yeah. I guess that, yeah, that's still six years. That sounds right now, but yeah. I was like. And they were kind of knocking it out. Like I said, they would have Bob Hoskins do his dialogue or whoever was in the scene. You know, they would run it. 
with puppets and not like elaborate puppets. Mm-hmm. It'd literally be like a stick, you know, like stand-ins, basically. Yeah, like a like a little Roger Rabbit stuffed like animal. Like a traffic cone that was yeah. shaped like Roger Rabbit. Yeah, that's the best way I could describe it. So they just kind of like plop in this mannequin, right? Essentially, and they like would the right height. Yeah, and they would kind of like work off of that, and then they would take the puppet out, and you do rehearsals with it. Nothing there. And then they would take, you know, a shot. But there was nothing there at all in the scenes. They drew over. It wasn't like a green anything. It was I, and, just and that's space. incredible. But the scenes were like where the weasels are like come into his apartment. Yeah, the gun. The, yes. The, the those scene were with puppetry. the gun where like yeah. the tunes so, holding practical, fit, like yeah, real life things is yeah. like fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's one of the things about the puppetry. They had to invent stuff and they had to have those guns on wires right. that they removed and actually puppeteer it. And, and, or sometimes I think they even had somebody in like a green man suit right. just sitting there like holding it and they just removed them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, that gun, there's a bunch of cool tricks. They got some big puppeteer. I can't, I, I probably I, have I'm surprised Henson somewhere. had nothing to yeah. do with this. That's yeah. so wild. It yeah. was like, yeah. what were the, what were the, the Henson company? doing and like also what is the relationship with henson that you're like we can't get Hen-? like uh, all right. of these okay yeah. the puppet community this big tight i'm making th- my my thumb and my forefinger mm-hmm. right. just it, itty bitty yeah none of them were henson people yeah that is yeah. very interesting. interesting huh also george luke said nothing to do with this movie either nope no interesting i mean besides Probably he probably was like around. Yeah, because you know, cause, you know he's him and Spielberg are friends, and also like yeah. it, George loves this type of shit. Like, but yeah. George didn't weird. like yeah. Henson work on Yoda and shit. Like, yeah. weren't those Henson yeah. puppets, right? Yeah, oh, wow. so huh. so like Maybe. again, something it feels weird. oddly pointed to leave yeah. those people out of yeah. something that is like my thought would be because you don't see puppets on it. You right. know what I mean? Like the puppetry is all uh, behind the scenes. Right. Their whole thing is like. We puppets do. are the theme yeah. or like puppets are yeah. an active part of it and maybe I, w- I wonder if it feels sort of maybe I'm not uh, move a little like a transgression yeah. to puppetry i don't want to come move your props around yeah yeah, yeah. where it's like no i bring puppets to yeah. life I, yeah. I mean, not puppets muppets who muppets. aren't puppets yes. puppets exist in the muppets world yeah. oh my god like these yeah. people are the only people yeah crack the code on like I something exactly and they're like how fucking dare i'd like to think yeah. that the henson company was like appalled by yeah. this movie it's like we would never do something like this it's like it's yeah. do they watch it and they're just sort of like no. Who this <laughs> uh, I like to think puppeteers hate animation. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, maybe, probably. There were. Uh, I wonder how Team America went then. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh fuck those marionettes don't count. No one likes those. <laughs> no one likes those. That's why that worked for that because you wouldn't. People like puppets, so it right. would have been like you were like, oh, I hate seeing these likable things. That's why like adult puppetry never. Like think like what's the most famous adult puppet movie you could think of or like oh, the most well received? Uh, I can't think of any that exists. It's got to be. I know. Wait, you like, can think of a single adult puppet. Well, like movie Happy that Time, no. Happy Time Murders. But Awful, it, terrible. It, it bombed. The bombed. Labyrinth. You know, and yeah. even though people like it now, when yeah. it came out, bombed. Yeah. The True. Muppets are like really the only thing, yeah. and yeah. people have. It's very hard to like. Well, that's for kids, though. I mean, it's for, it's for a family, I, I, but it's what? like... Yeah, yeah, it's like the family. It's like, yeah, yeah, but I, I thought you were saying like something that's geared towards Adult adults. puppetry. You're right. No, yeah. you're totally yeah. right. That's exactly what I meant. Not a trick question, mm. but I'm just like trying mm. to think oh, of totally. like... Uh, Avenue Q. Avenue Apply- Q. Yes, you're right. You're yeah. right. A play. They, never, it, they should make a movie. And you and they did. They were able to like vamp it up to yeah. like it making the puppet... The puppets talking about sex and stuff really make you... It adds to it the uncomfortability, right. which is like the theme of it. But there is something very 
very hard that, that it's hard to crack the adult puppetry world. There were uh, 326 animators working on this thing. There were 82,080 frames of animation were drawn for this movie, including storyboards, concept art, all that. And Richard Williams estimated that well over one million drawings were done for Roger Rabbit. A million drawings. And they said at the time there was like 70 minutes of animation in this movie. And the longest animated movies at the times were like... 80 minutes long, you know? Yeah. So they did like an entire animated, animated film movie, yeah. in a live action film. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's, and it's so crazy because that movie is like a perfect runtime of like 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like the, there are countless hours, lifetime spans that took to like make this movie. Yeah. To make yeah. A, a, an perfect hour and a half. 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I'm surprised they didn't just do a sequel. You know, I, I imagine there was never a sequel this movie made because it was probably like everyone got done with this and was like that was a nightmare to like. Yeah. And that also was a production that deal nightmare. is like yeah. forever. The deal. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. Even now, I think like yeah. the sequel they're talking about is like it'll be like the book because this this is right. like this movie will never is yeah. maybe not in my lifetime. I'd love to see something happen like this again, but it For seems sure. like and I'm sure other studios a, followed suit. They're like, well, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna make it, the same mistake and land another. It became another, a Mexican standoff now sure. forever among yeah. studios, where it's sort of like this movie that is my favorite movie. Yeah. I think this is one of the greatest movies Me of all too, time. May sure. never exist yeah. again yeah. Can't. because of totally. yeah. because all of the stars had the to speed. align to make this one movie. Yeah, and yeah. That is what's the, so fucking it, it would it would take Spielberg giving getting Disney to do a show of good faith to Warner Brothers first. That's yeah. what it would take because yeah. you know what happened. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I know where the body is. Yeah, like <laughs> he's, I saw you kill that hooker in Florida. <laughs> It's in George Bush's backyard. <laughs> yeah, like we know. St- like, yeah, there was like someone had blackmail and wanted to like yeah. make this thing. Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine if Disney had offered their characters to Space Jam Two, and they're like the Atonement. That might have gotten the ball. Oh uh, no, but they're you. They're so glad they didn't. Do <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, They're yeah, like yeah, hot yeah. now. Have fun. Uh, Michael Eisner. <laughs> The CEO uh, and Roy E. Disney, vice chairman of the Walt Disney Company. Um, I think that's I love the Walt's era. nephew. Yeah. They felt that the film was way too risque. Oh. So this was supposed to be just a Disney movie, you know. <laughs> oh, and, oh yeah, yeah. And they were like, we've got a Jessica Rabbit's vagina hanging out in the scene like I don't uh, think, guys i don't know, know about this one <laughs> i don't like, know about what this. do you mean disney <laughs> yeah what the hell are you talking about we think it's you perfect put sex in the lion king <laughs> <laughs> but zimicus uh he had final cut by oh. the way zimadad yeah zimadad he had Zimadaddy. final cut over the whole movie <laughs> he absolutely refused to make any alterations to this movie He's thank like, the god stays. yeah it stays this and is the hill I die on. This is the <laughs> fucking is hill. The... I, I'm not remaking any of this. <laughs> like after what the what we've just been through yeah. for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So that's when Disney gave it to Touchstone. Uh, Touchstone. Okay. Yeah, which was like Disney's mercenary. Yeah. Like it was like <laughs> Touchstone was like the the adult Disney. You know, they owned them, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Disney owned Touchstone. And uh, this film and Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas are the only films under the Touchstone Pictures label that are considered official Disney films as oh, well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. At, at least when that was written. Right. Wow. Um, yeah. But yeah, since this movie was being made by Disney's Touchstone, Warner Brothers would only allow use of like their biggest stars now. Mm-hmm. I think some people got cut out. I'm pretty sure. It was a huge fucking hit. It came out June 22nd, 1988. 
It grossed $11 million in over 1,000 theaters during the opening weekend, which is, you know, they had, they didn't, like, get their budget back immediately, but it was, that's a hit. I mean, $11 million in the 80s. Yeah. That would be, oh. That comes out to $25,400,000. Okay, in first week? Yeah, first okay. weekend. Cool. Pretty good opening. And how, then, many, how much Bitcoin is that? That's uh, quite, a, quite a lot, especially at the time. There was no Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been. Right. Get it pays a lot. Now that's, uh, that's, that's one, eight, one eighteenth of a Bitcoin. I don't know. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, shit, really? No, no, no. no. <laughs> 126000 Bitcoin's worth that much? Uh, Bitcoin's worth $44,000 oh. right now. All right, so. we're doing the math. Get in there. That is math. <laughs> Go ahead, Deb. Take it away. Take it the I'm, math. I'm, <laughs> I'm the saying monster math. The monster math. The crypto crypto map. I the crypto map really yeah quick. sorry I, I did not know that this was actually a disney film uh, for all these years i always thought it was warner brothers for some reason um, it feels yes yeah, i know yeah. what you mean i mean like yeah. oh, there's all the warner brother characters yeah, yeah it. It, it was it heavily feels warner, warner brothers, brothers yeah. shouldered the shit <laughs> out of that movie and got really fucked on space yeah. jam a fucking but now that i know this is a disney film for the love of god <laughs> i need a roger rabbit world and an x kingdom hearts <laughs> Like, it would work so well because you animate everyone realistically like they did for, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean world, the third one. Yeah. And then you animate the everything else, like, cartoonish. The effect would, like, really work. Yeah, that'd be how cool. good, like, Oh, Rapids yeah. Have it would look that – I mean – Listen, Kingdom Hearts, make a Roger Rabbit world. Yeah, do Please. it. Do it. If they did a Roger Rabbit world, it would just have to be the Disney characters. They probably couldn't use any of the Warner yeah, Brothers characters. that's probably what Oh, it oh, shit. Because yeah. it, it again, yeah. Roger Rabbit cannot have any other life because it's this nightmarish, like, yep. don't even touch it. The right, war. Yeah. The war. Raid, the Cold War. The, the, there's so many casualties. The Roger Rabbit Cold War. We, we never know what we could have had. It was had. the one last time yeah. when we were all, like, in perfect <laughs> innocent. It was, like, oh, the Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah. imagine how good a Roger Rabbit game would be. Oh, you're investigating Toontown. You play, you play detective. Oh, so yep. good. Anyway. Anyway. Get back. I'm done mourning. <laughs> no, that's all good. It was very successful. Uh, Buena Vista's biggest opening weekend ever. It went on to gross 156 million dollars in the U.S. and Canada, and 173 million extra internationally. So it, it came out, they made like $400 million at the end of the whole thing, basically. And wow. what is that in Bitcoin? And Bitcoin, <laughs> that would be... <laughs> what is that in today's money? I'll get today's money. Yeah, actually, this has got to be like... Today's money and then today's Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> the old inflation calculator says that's $924 million. So it basically made a billion dollars. Wow, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, today's it's money, crazy. this was... Damn. Which is like at least two bitcoins. Yeah. At least. Um, <laughs> what's funny about the Bitcoin calculator is like it could literally be wrong tomorrow because the price of Bitcoin changes. That's like, true. Yeah. But like on every today. <laughs> In this moment. But it's and then people l- look back on it and they're like, wow, two bitcoins? That's so crazy. What that, what's that in today's inflation of yeah. Bitcoin? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. That'll be when somebody does a podcast about our podcast. Right, right, right. Right. Film oh. history, the history of film, the history of film history, the history of film. My brain just broke. <laughs> that one hurt me. So it, it was released on VHS in 1989 and uh, raised all of us, basically. That was, I mean, I, I know we talked about it. That was like the VHS tape that. 
Because people like, thought it was a kids' movie, and we all got this yeah, spoiled. Yeah. Like our parents who didn't know. some cartoon shit. And they're like, "Oh, oh, this great! Who framed Roger Rabbit? They're gonna love this!" And then they left us alone with you it. Got and Jessica it, Rabbit like, having we an learned orgasm about segregation. Yeah, no wonder. Like, <laughs> Jessica Rabbit's fucking the head of the studio. Environment now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. Yeah, we were having these conversations in diapers. It's totally. amazing. <laughs> totally. We're watching that and Josie and the Pussycats. Mm-hmm. We're just woke. about Yeah, about, oh, wow. They're yeah. just waking us up, man. Yeah. <laughs> the movies that raised us. I guess it, yeah, and maybe that was the end of the era. I mean, like, Charlie Brown was all about commercialization. You know, like, the Charlie Brown was Christmas it? special but was way all more subtle, about. But way yeah, more subtle. Yeah. Like, that, like. Uh, kids could watch Charlie Brown and For get sure. one thing from it, but yeah. if you watch it through a different lens, like, you're getting yeah. this. It's like 60s protest art. <laughs> but, like, who yeah. framed Roger Rabbit? He's an alcoholic. They make yeah. that very yeah. clear. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> a grizzled class. alcoholic who mm. lost his brother yeah. it, to murder. Yeah. And Got then murdered by a tune. Yeah, the and then saves like all of the tunes. <laughs> Roger Rabbit won three competitive Academy Awards. But none for like what you not what you're thinking. Yeah, They're yeah. All, like they deserve all of them, yeah. but like not a single act. Not one, like none of the ones that you like. Right. The bit that you hear about. Right. Yeah. Let me like, guess, like costuming or something. It was special achievement award. Uh, yeah. No, one is just a special achievement yeah. award that they hey, won like twenty congrats. years later. Congrats. Yeah, congrats that you even got this made. Yeah. There's an award for it. <laughs> There's an award for it. They deserve it, and they take it home every year. Yeah, it became the first live-action slash animation hybrid film to win multiple Academy Awards since Mary Poppins in oh, 1964. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, what, were, what were the awards? It was uh, best sound effects editing, <laughs> <laughs> best visual effects, and best film editing. So the okay. editors, yeah, got, uh, they the really are the ones who yeah. won. You know what? That's really great because, like, so how dare this movie not win Best Picture? What movie, what year does this come out? Oh, what won Best Picture that oh, year? Oh, eighty eight was a big year though. Whatever it was, what won Best Picture? Nineteen eighty eight. The Last Emperor won. Has anyone ever even seen The Last nope. Emperor? Never even heard of it. That's amazing. Yeah. You know what, though? This is, like, so true to, like, every single, like, yeah. when we look back on, like, who won these awards, we're like, that wasn't anyone's favorite movie. Yeah, They're nope. never, like, a, someone's never. favorite movie. Never. They're sure. never the most, uh, like, box They're never the best successful. movie Yeah, that for year. sure. But, yeah, they Williams also received a Special Achievement Academy Award, Richard Williams, for animation direction and creation of the cartoon characters. But he, just from what we've learned about him from the wiki, it sounds like, oh, great. He yeah, hated fine. It. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he's I don't like, give a fuck. stupid. I love how, like, anti-consumerism he is, but he, it's like, yeah, I could see him being like, I don't well, want they to they screwed him too. They told him they would help him finish the cobbler, and they didn't. And they didn't. Wow. They like basically just like flatlined wow. all their deals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They they released this thing. Whose wife did he bang? <laughs> I, yeah, he, he pissed someone off. <laughs> he pissed someone off. If they had not fucked it up with Warner Brothers, we could have had there was a prequel floating around called Whoa. Toon Platoon was going to be the prequel, and it is where Roger and several... Wow, that's too porny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> platoon. Yeah. And it was where Roger and several fellow tunes are drafted into the army during World War II. What? <laughs> and, oh, my and God. Since played tunes, super real. Like they played it super real. Yes. It would be great, though. Like, like Saber Private Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, like Saber Private Honestly. Ryan style. 
and just go full straight on with well, it. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Toons can't die. They can win wars. Yeah, that's the thing. They that can't be shot. That makes perfect sense. That's the like, whole, yes. Oh, wow, that's kind We're of incredible. We're going to send Toons to war because they can't die, and they go to Nazi Germany to save Roger's fiance, Jessica And did they Rabbit. find a Mickey Mouse there, and they're fighting <laughs> the mouse in Nazi Germany? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, oh honestly, God. yeah, you couldn't touch that because yeah. it was just oh, like, yeah. Take that, your kraut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Nazi and Mickey Mouse, wow. I actually feel pretty, uh, pretty, pretty educated. satisfied. My knowledge, that pretty I educated on Roger Rabbit. Yeah. I mean, I feel educated. I learned yeah, so absolutely. much about who framed Roger. This yeah. is my favorite movie. So I and you guys brought me on because that it's my favorite movie. And like, yeah. uh, I learned so much about this movie. And yeah. I feel like a pro, like when people are like, "What's your favorite movie?" And I'm like, "Who framed Roger Rabbit?" I have endless facts about this movie now yeah four hours of them now (laughs) yeah like i know everything there's to know about this movie you guys like do a really thorough job here on this podcast because it's like i great research (laughs) yeah yeah this is i mean you all were like jumping in with like oh my god this makes sense and like all these theories about like um why it could have been like oh where were these people and like i bet you they don't make it like it's just sort of like we i mean up to the point where it like it went it went so far like as far as to go to like the president was involved yeah the president (laughs) was involved yeah Yeah. always good old w old w like we connected this to the (laughs) highest point of position in our country (laughs) that's it that's a thorough as thorough as thorough gets oh my god yeah Incredible. I'm giving Who us a Who framed clap. Roger Rabbit? Yes. Yeah. What a great show. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. You, you. you really made this episode. Uh, our our banter would not have been the same or probably as palatable. Or long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's, it's okay. Whenever you want to come back, yeah. let us know another movie and we'll do it with you. Okay, Absolutely. okay. i got to think of another movie. Uh, so, Jane, All where right. can they find you? Yeah. Can you can find me on the internet. So if you have the internet, it's closed on Sundays, so you can't go on Sundays. Damn it's uh, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, uh, at Jaden LaBelle or at Jaden LaBabaduke on Twitter. Nice. Uh, I'm a lot of fun on TikTok. If you follow me on TikTok, it's also at Jaden LaBelle. You can probably just Google Jaden LaBelle, J-A-D-E-N-L-E-B-E-L. And uh, give me a follow. I'm a lot of fun. Uh, if you heard me on the podcast, let me know. Let me know. And I'd... I'd like to talk to you about who framed Roger Rabbit because I have more thoughts, but uh, we don't have all the time in the world to talk about it. Uh, You can find me at Drake Cummings on Instagram, at Drake underscore Cummings on Twitter, at Hollywood Drake on TikTok, uh, and my my clothing line that just launched, uh, Raging20sMerch.com. Nice. Whoop, whoop. You can find me, uh, Sailor underscore Dev, on Insta, and go follow uh, Abracadabra Films. Everywhere, uh, we got some awesome big stuff coming down the pipeline. Yeah, and you can find Film History at Film History, the History of Film. And I think on Twitter it's FHHF Podcast or something like that. You can find me at James Wyatt Scott everywhere. And you can also find me on a shit ton of hallucinogenics walking down the street of Toontown. <laughs> freaking out. This was Film History. The History of The History of Film. You know what I'm talking about!